This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boyd came to give him life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation We got the power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Hey, folks. Welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd and me. I'm Rich Lotto. What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just um coming to the conclusion of a bunch of things in wrestling lately that have just been bothering me. And for a while I couldn't figure it out. And I uh I saw that Leo Rush um was out of his title match. Uh, I think it was a three way match or something for the IWGP junior title. Yeah. Currently, uh, Romo is attempting to send a defense record, and they um, they're filling Leo's spot in or with Yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like Yo. I, I consider myself a big Yo fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, you on team shit? Yeah, it's, yeah. The shit team, you know. <laughs> um, so I was just like, I just had a had a breakthrough. I'm like, fuck it. Put it on, yo. I don't care. I'm like, bro, if I got to watch one more fucking world champion somewhere or, or some type of big champion that's had the belt for a year, two years, setting his fucking records, I'm like, bro, we need this shit has gone way too far the in one direction. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. like this shit needs to like start like getting like, we need some hot potato and we need some shit. That, I, this is why. Yes. I, 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 yes, I get what you're saying. I think there needs to be a middle row between ultra long title runs and hot potato. Like, potato bro, like people are holding quick. titles like it's like I don't know if they're just emulating Roman Reigns or whatever, and and you know they they set set the trends so to speak. But MJF's had the belt for fucking ever. Sonata's like months. not not exciting a soul with this. Sonata's thing. had it since the spring. Um, the secondary fucking champions, Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy had it forever. Yep. Fucking Walters had the belt forever, like two years, um, damn near. The 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 uh, the or uh, Hiromu, as I mentioned, like there's just like yeah. it's like, hey man, do something else. Like <laughs> like uh, like this is why um the FTR and had FTR not been injured, who knows how long they would have had it, and they've had it since like March or some shit. So it was like, yo, what's the FTR injury? Because I I'd never heard. About I believe it. Cash is hurt. I don't know what it what it actually is, but uh, we'll, we'll get into it more um, in that section. But I was like, yo, I'm bored. 
I'm bored with like these never ending, seemingly like these no hope challengers that are getting rolled out just to like for these artificial lengths. It's like, give me something like that. I don't expect somewhere that's like good. (laughs) Like, give me something that's like, yo, I I, want to see, you know. Like like the 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 big bill and Ricky starts surprise title win. I was uh-huh. I came out my seat for this thing. I didn't expect that. Well, I, and, I think that's more about the 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 well the anti FTR you got, vibes. You got you got to cast in. You got you got to add that in there. Big bill because it's like on, yeah, that's on there like a little bit of seasoning. But you know, like Big Bill executed the man with like four choke slams, and I was like, yo, there's no fucking way this is continuing. And then he fucking beats him, and I was like, holy shit! Like it was, it was pretty exciting. Okay, and I was like, we've got this Title Tuesday show coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is the World Title match? Where the <laughs> like there like the the belts that we got on the line? We've got the International Belt. It's going back and forth. It's, it's flipping up a little it's bit. Him, it's him and Moxley, right? It's Phoenix and Moxley. Yep. So they've done like with with that one. They they've switched that belt up lately, and it feels exciting. But it almost but that belt got so much out of necessity more than than actual like planning. And it almost whether feels, that matters to you or not. Right. It, it almost feels inevitable that it's going back to Moxley, and I'm like, yeah. well, you know, Phoenix, like, like, what about what he could do with it? Right. And you know, that feels like that's just gonna be another long and there's nothing wrong with john moxley or anything but i'm like yo it just feels like it's gonna be this another long reign and i'm just i'm just so tired of the long title reigns right now yeah it's been i mean with roman is one thing because like that's you know that's like a whole nother division but they're acting like they can't beat seth rollins now and i'm like yo yeah especially when he had a losing record of pay-per-view last year uh (laughs) so yeah i think uh, you got you're onto something there um and that was a big Triple H thing, was long title reigns um, in NXT. Uh, you know, when these people were winning the belt. Sorry, sorry, my fault. Go ahead. You know, like, I don't mind someone having, you know, nine months or whatever else. I think the standard should be like around eight, nine months, whatever. Once you start going over there, you need to have a good reason for it. It needs to be like, all right, we're building towards some gigantic show or. You know, if you're if you're AEW or you're WWE, like we're building towards one of our A pay per views or A shows or a big, uh, like winter is coming type thing, right? Or you know, beach break or sorry, uh, is it beach break? Yeah, they do have a beach break, but I mean, I didn't mean that. I mean, uh, what do they call Bash at the Beach for them? Fuck uh, it, fight for the fallen or whatever else, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or fighter fest, right? That kind of thing. Oh no, Quake at the Lake. That's, that's yeah, Quake at the Lake's another example. Yeah, like. When they had the big the anniversary show, you know that kind of stuff, right? Um, Title Tuesday. <laughs> I don't think that quite. I don't think that quite reaches the level as opposed to hey, you've been preempted. We moving your ass around uh, for the playoffs, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely with you. I think all these title scenes, uh, for the most part, are um, kind of quiet and are have a lot of like non threats. You know, and like you know, I watched Starting Pay Per View this morning, and it was like, oh, it's it's Tambers Natsuko, and like, you know how it is. Like a good Booker, when they have a weak challenger, they'll they'll give him everything, and it's like, okay, so in the in the Grand Prix, and I talked about this before we start recording. Like they had Natsuko go out there and beat, pin Mayu Shuri and Tam. If that don't scream no hoper to you, I don't know what it, I don't know 
know what that tells you, right? So they went out there and they did that match, and it was it was uh you know up until the very end where I think Tam may have torn her ACL or blew out her knee or whatever else. I, th- I thought the match was actually like uh it got somewhere pretty interesting once they got to uh the high spots. So whatever but uh yeah i just um i'm with you like i want to see the threats like i want to see the people that like you know i want to see tam versus mayu tam versus shuri uh a tam versus tommy match that sort of thing um i want to see like mjf versus kenny omega which you know they teased on bte but then it's like it's uh, it's also funny because like you know the whole bte thing is so much about like long form stories and character and how it ties into AEW and or whatever promotions, whatever promotions these people are in. It is like, okay, so he's there hanging out with the elite on like, and he's Adam Cole's home. But what was the last time we seen Adam Cole on screen with any of the uh, elite? Oh, they, oh, the, oh, he whooped the elite's ass. Yeah. Why didn't they jump him right then in the back? Like, so like, there's just a lot of stuff's going on. That I feel like just being like left, you know, if a lot of it feels back to like it's standard wrestling as opposed to like we're putting a lot of deep thought into these things for over a long period of time. Um, and you know, it, it, it does feel, it feels like a lot of laziness is going on right now around the world. Not just stardom, like not just AEW, stale. not just, uh, WWE. But what I will say about AEW is like, at least, at least like there is an order and it looks like there's a direction they're headed as opposed to, you know, after the, you know, around the punk stuff, we're like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. They seem to like, they know where they're headed. Am I exactly interested in like what's going on with MJF and Adam Cole at the top? No, but I am interested in what else is, is going around, around outside of that. You know, so yeah, I, yeah, I get they've, you. They've, like, got a, they, I get they, you. they've got some, uh, they got some depth to, you know, some of the stuff they're, they're doing, but like yeah. that comes with like the temperature of AEW just like being, you know, it's a wildfire almost at, at all times, like with, you know, whether it's the tickets or the ratings or yeah. there, there's always another conversation going on with, yeah. with uh, AEW. Yeah. And I was saying to y'all off air, like, it'd be real funny. Like, you know, I missed it. It seems like it's really steady staling right now. Obviously, there's complaints about the domestic tickets or whatever else. But like, I think that's more of a promotion type of thing or promoting issue locally that's going on with them. Uh, but what I, but like, you know, if, if you kind of feel like they've ride the course and it feels like it's just kind of like, you know, we're kind of in that era where like people are off their case and you don't have nothing to rail against. It's like, all right, if that's how you feel, tell Tony kind of go out there and then nosedive that bitch on a dynamite in like two weeks before, like, or two weeks and we have a month to get to pay-per-view. You gonna feel right back. Like that whole moment where you have one of them stinker AWs that happen like once every two, three months. And you just like, oh my god, this could be the end of the promotion. How will they answer and respond? If you want to, if you want to restore that feeling, let him go out there and nose dive that plane, and let for for two hours, let him see and see how it happens. People will be like, oh, we back, baby. You're like, this is the end. What are they gonna do next week? Put John Mossy out there and have a four and a quarter star match like he does every other week. That's what. Oh man. Um. So yeah, those those are just my uh kind of opening thoughts uh, on things we got we got some stuff to talk about this week some um i guess we should talk about big cm uh we haven't talked about him in a a few weeks since he was uh basically giving his shit handed his box said you ain't got to leave you ain't got to go home you got to get the hell out of here yeah take that shit back to chicago um 
what else? What else we got? Uh, go go ahead and stick to uh, stars uh, with the show Hughes. I believe that that show was canceled as well. He lost the other job as well. Um, but there was a report this week uh, in the Observer, uh, basically saying, uh, you know, he's a free agent. They got Survivor Series in Chicago coming up. Uh, there's tons of talk of him returning to WWE. Um, <laughs> there, I believe Booker T commented on this whole thing and said, uh, whoever put this story out wanted this story out. Um, that's how all <laughs> stories work, Booker. <laughs> you know, you should know this as a journalist. Yeah. Um, you know, wanted this out for a specific reason. Um, he said, uh, you know, there have been rumors that it's happening, but those in WWE have only said that no deals completed, and those close to Punk have told us that it is his intention to return. And the two talk- sides are in talks. Uh, I believe Shinsuke Nakamura did a GTS tonight on Raw, so, I mean, this can kind of tell you where it's going. Uh, there are some similarities here to this White Rabbit Bray Wyatt thing they were doing last year, uh, leaving, like, these, like, little trails and all that of, uh, you know, different things, but uh, CM Punk going back to WWE. I mean, James, this doesn't shock me at all. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, WWE is where he always wanted to be. <laughs> I remember I don't backstage. Know about, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. I, I remember backstage. The only person that was like holding this up, Fox wanted him in. The only person that kiboshed that shit was Vince McMahon. Hmm. How long ago so, was this? This was like 2019 before the pandemic. Okay. Okay. And then basically, like backstage got done in with the pandemic, essentially. Okay. But, um. He always wanted to go back there, I think. And if they wanted him back then, they could have had him. And there would have been no comeback to AEW or anything. Um, now, him going there <laughs> presents lots of issues. With, well, that, well um, that happens wherever he goes. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, he remains in controversy. Yeah. Um, so, the... I'm trying to figure out how this all will go down. Uh, how will this be wrapped and presented? Uh, because, I mean, this guy is a super, super, like, I think a lot of people are married to pointing at CM Punk and calling him some kind of hypocrite or anything like that. I got to let y'all know. He don't care. CM Punk does not give a fuck about about like hypocrisy lining up, sending out his promos where he's talked about uh, on this day I left professional wrestling. Like right. he doesn't care. He's right. going to do what it takes to be, you know, for, in whatever front in front of whatever audience, the right thing to say at the time to get himself over. Right. That's that's what he that's does. What most wrestlers do. Um, like this is not this is someone without shame. Uh, this man like will walk wrestlers. in there. Yeah, this man will walk it's in there. It's almost like we're shaming this man for being a wrestler and not, like, big, bigger than wrestling, right? Like, people bought the hype of that this dude was, you know, here to be the face of change and all that stuff. The and, you revolution. know, the, the, no. the voice of the voices and all that kind of stuff. is like, I mean, I mean, look, it's a gimmick. He found it and it made it work for him. And I'm sure he believes in some of that stuff. He don't believe in nah. all of it. Nah. Um, you know, Zekmaki. 
Um, there was one point where he said, I still think he got Colt moved to ROH. So there was at one point where I thought, nah, he didn't have nothing to do with it. I thought this was possibly a Tony Khan thing to try to put out a fire that turned actually into a fucking forearm or four alarm, uh, whatever the fuck. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. A four alarm fire or whatever. But, um, now knowing how how CM Punk is operated, you know, in the return, banning motherfuckers from the building and stuff like that, this don't shock me. Um, well, my <laughs> thing is the, the way he's the way he's beha- he's behaved about it is like I I've always felt that the most the most reasonable thing is that like Khan was trying to avoid that thing. Nothing need to even be said; it just happened, and like people were like. Oh well, you did it, and like Punk's like, no, I had nothing to do with it, and like Khan's like, he had nothing to do with it, and Khan's mind's like, I had nothing to do with it. But the subtext is, I did it to, he had nothing to do with it because I did it preemptively, right? And now, it, but so I don't know if it, makes, it means a matter of distinction or not, but either way, like the people backstage don't like Punk because of it, and also they don't believe Khan, obviously, which is why this shit happened the way it happened. But, but if this had one of the case, it would have been something else anyway, right? So correct. Whatever. Yeah, as we saw. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, when when now, does uh, Jungle Boy like come off suspension? You know, you know, that's a great question. Are they still in uh, an investigation? He's been no, no. They they wrapped up the investigation. Okay. Did they ever finish? Uh, the invest- did they ever finish the investigation? Uh, and brawl out. I was unaware. I was on. I was never let them be. I was never known that like let no be known publicly that like they're done with that investigation the way that they were told that like there was an investigation. So I remember the timeline being like they started dismissing people one by one, like basically when they were cleared from okay. it. So like we would see like Brandon Cutler's back, uh, Christopher Daniels is here, uh, you know, a couple other you know mm-hmm. people, and then eventually you say Christopher Daniels, the the the, uh, the the head of talent relations that was not yes. allowed to be sit be in the building for uh, one of the collisions. Yes, okay, I did. Okay. Um. But I'm looking at, you know, him possibly going to WWE. I'm going to laugh for, you know, just petty reasons or whatever. Yeah. Like, huh? So, yeah, I- I'm going to laugh at those promos. Like, you know, obviously the, the headline to buy one, get one free stuff. I, like, it's yeah. all there. Yeah. Like, it's all there. Like, it's yeah. just like Cody. Yeah. yeah. Where, where it's like, it. yeah, man, this going to look bad. When, yes. you, when you play it all you bad. Want, look, obviously, um, in the history of WWE, when there's two companies, um, Vince is really into buying because he because he's a mark, like he's really into buying the people that talk the most shit, and that's the reason why like you know Cody knows that Cody knew that CM Punk knows that right so, um, I, I think the thing that's real funny is like you know all the stuff that happened with Cody we laughed at it because it's like you you talked all that cash, and now the bill people was clipping him up this week. Yeah, and now we gotta, and now because you say all this stuff, we gotta clip you up, and this is what you said then, this is what it is now. Don't you feel foolish? Don't you feel foolish? And uh, man, like the punk take his ass Saudi Arabia. Ooh, <laughs> that's gonna Ooh. be a legendary day that's on gonna Twitter. Be, that's gonna be a big one when that man in the main event night, the Saturday of WrestleMania this year, WrestleMania forty versus Seth, some shit like that. Or or faces Cody and the winner has to go gets to go tonight uh two. We're gonna laugh at him. Yeah. yeah. He gotta take it too. Like yeah. we, we can't just like dismiss it all as oh, this is a wrestler working. Oh no. You can get you can you can be cut 
like just like the Russians. You can be cut, yeah. you know. Yeah, because um, this this ain't stuff you had to say. No, no, <laughs> these these are the ideas you came up with. Right. You did that. Oh, you was out there. That. You was out there on the you know in the notes app thinking, oh, this this will get had a crowd going crazy. All right. We we did go crazy. We finna go just as crazy when your ass gotta you know walk it back. <laughs> um, so my mind got to wondering, who would be the funniest people that when you walk up to them and you say, "Hey, you're putting Phil over tonight, one, two, three in the middle." Yeah. And I had an idea. Yeah. And thank God I did because you know. It's um, a light show. Light, light show. It's yeah. a light show. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at the WWE roster. I feel like, you know, we're going to hold a little mini draft right here. Uh, right. We're, we're going to draft t- 10 wrestlers between James and I. Um, and we're going to, you know, discuss on how funny it would be that person's reaction, the what it would actually do to that person. The fan uh, and the online discourse and fallout from it too. Yes. So James, um I'm a, I'm gonna put the ball in your court first. Um you know you had a, the number one overall pick. The frozen envelope is yours. Oh man. Um man we got we got lots of people like dude hold on do you do you have a WWE roster pulled up? I'm I do not but I don't think I need it because I already know there's three that immediately come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's three that immediately come to mind, and two of them are like everyone has and probably had the same idea. I haven't looked at the uh, the, the chat. I don't have the chat up, but I'm sure people are throwing out the same two people. Um, but yeah, uh, I think with the first pick, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Cody um, basically lost his spot as the uh, master master of ceremonies. Um, for W for AEW, as Punk came in and took that uh that role, he then struggled to figure out what the fuck he was going to do when he couldn't be that person, and then he took his ass on. He started to- lighting himself on fire. Yeah, for <laughs> literally <laughs> set flame to his skin. That happened. That happened. That did happen. Um, and we were like out there with that with that gel on his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he leaves, and as he leaves out, he he says to us while he's doing the, the promo about Sammy Guevara and a ladder match. He then decides to, to say, "You know what? I've had this promo saved. And I'm going to use it." He cuts promos on CM Punk. He cuts promos on behalf of the Young Bucks, the Red Dragon. He just he just going out. He just going out like I, I don't know how to handle this. I'm just I'm. Look, I'm you I'm know just, what that man was doing? That man was going out like Cleo at the end of Set It Off. Just <laughs> you know, all he was just surrounded one by one, and, and then like he was just know? freaking with grief and was like, "This can't be the end." But I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna say stuff. So anyway. Yes. It's up at WWE. You know, the, the throne breaker, all that shit. He has to bend the knee. He has to go out there and lie again after saying that Sting was the favorite wrestler of all time. Has to come back and say the dude who broke the throne, he's actually Triple H, my favorite wrestler of all time. Has to go back on that. You know, has to go out there and, and cap. Um, you know, 
And then he goes out there and talks about finishing the story. And then that's been the biggest oh. meme of the year. Like, that's going to end up being like the IWC Award nominee, a heavy contender Jesus. to win, uh, finishing the story. Fourth uh, so, failure of the year. <laughs> so he is up, uh, you know, he gets back to another shot at it this year. And um, at the last second, the writer strike happens, and then you know the Rock shows his ass up in, in Denver, and I know he had to be fucking shaken and stirred and 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 all that, right? He's like, I oh no, please, 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 Mr. Please, Mr. Dwayne Johnson, please don't take my main event from me. Please don't make me have to go get it another year from now, or two years from now. You know they like to do the double up, right? Uh, so that seems he seems to have avoided that crisis. And then the person that he left that took his spot is coming back in again. And that man was, you know, a bigger deal in AEW than he was then. Um, you know, if you still look at it from that perspective, it's like, yeah, man, he can get, he, he can, you can see a world where he takes that from him, right? And to do it is like, because, you know, Punk comes out at 30 that rumble. They both do the lit, the Luger and, and Bret Hart over the floor sets up the, the penultimate pay-per-view for WrestleMania. So, the so winner. look, you just implied that CM Punk steal more from Bret Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he doing it he doing it the place to do it. Hey, he's also doing it with a red, white, and blue motherfucker right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, remember when Cody had Alexis was talking about that you know, when he left, he needed money to pay off that bus that Meltzer was talking about? The Alexis yeah. Express. Yeah. It all comes Disney. full circle. Oh my so, god! And it's 2024, so that was yeah. like 30 year yeah, anniversary. 30 anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah brother. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. To get to WrestleMania 40. Yeah, Floyd, turn it off. Turn the show off. So, so they do the match or whatever else, and whether it's the penultimate match or it's the you know night one, whatever you want to do, penultimate pay per view for WrestleMania or night one of WrestleMania, whatever you want to do, had a match. Cody, Cody, go out there and, and have to go to sleep. Oh man! Oh the, man! It, the clowning it, it, will be endless. Look, you gotta look. Take it down. You got another year, another meme of, of him not finishing the story, and then we get another year, another board of all these wrestlers finishing the story. See, Susan Suzuki, Susan Suzuki finished her story, right? Get to see all of that. Amazing! It would be it would be amazing. <clears throat> it really would. So, um, that's my number one pick. But I know I'm pretty sure what your number two is. It's kind of like it's kind of like the, the it's kind of like the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Is like, do you want to go with Austin and Brent or do you want to go with Sean and Undertaker? It's like if one picks one, I know who the other one's picking. So go ahead, go go ahead with your number two. With the number two pick, I select Seth freaking Rollins. Oh my God! If Seth Rollins had to go out there with that fake world title on day one of Wrestlemania and put his shoulders on the mat for CM Punk. Dressed like an asshole to do it, too. <laughs> no, 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 don't, 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 don't discount that part. He'll be dressed ridiculous to do That's it, too. That's fucking insane. That man gonna hear, that man gonna be dressed like a smurf and then be told backstage five minutes before he's gotta go out there and his big blue ass gotta go lay down for big CM <laughs> Don't forget that part. <laughs> After all these years, Boo-boo face looking crazy. Carrying the flag, of carrying the flag for WWE, a uh, year removed from saying he don't want CM Punk back in wrestling, calling him a cancer, basically saying, "Nah, 
you know, keep that shit over there, essentially. Uh, Seth Rollins, uh, a man who every time the world title goes around his waist, business goes in the trash, almost. Basically, people just never really quite feel his title runs. If he has to end that shit, hand it to CM Punk, flying that flag, uh, he has to lose again to another one of them? Another one of them from AEW after all those jobs I did to Cody Rhodes. Seth Rollins might walk in the um he might walk in the office wherever the fuck you know the booking room is and he might just destroy the room like Ice Cube and the record label. He might take a baseball bat and start knocking shit off the walls. And it would be the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I would laugh at Seth Rollins until the end of time. Um, I have not forgiven Seth Rollins for the money in the bank, or excuse me, for the hell in a cell match against Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I think that is the worst match in professional wrestling history. If he comes out here and loses to CM Punk, I will need to be restrained. This would just be amazing just on so many different levels yes you finally get your wrestlemania main event seth rollins where you were advertised and then you gotta hand that shit to this other dude and both of y'all second to roman reigns just just chef's kiss just like amazing and that doesn't that sound just like the most mid match possible just just the most three and a quarter match possible (laughs) oh my god all of it add it up all right, so I, I found it. I found it. I found it. So, um, September 21st, uh, I put in a, I sent a message of a tweet that said, uh, from Russell Ops, according to Fightful, there's some frustration, there's some frustration among members on the roster we spoke to that WWE announced a $1.4 billion SmackDown deal and then cut talent. One top star said that the most of this list barely had a chance considering they weren't booked or, or and called it, uh, called it a circle that they couldn't escape, right? So, uh, <laughs> so Greg's response was CM Punk must be asked for a lot of money. My response, Becky gonna have two crying babies at that house the day Big C comes to WWE. <laughs> That's great. Man. Look, man. It's when this if 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 that happens, CM, you know, they tell Seth backstage, right? That he has to put over CM Punk. Within the next 48 hours of that of that conversation being had will there or will there not be a time where Seth rests his head in Becky's lap and Becky has to console that man absolutely 100% 100% oh man alright we can move on alright uh, so number three um I'm sorry, Tanya. Don't hate me, but it's gonna have to happen. Number the number three pick in this is gonna have to be Roman Reigns. Just saw the <laughs> the absurdity, the absurdity that the big dog puts over Roman Reigns, puts over Seth or CM Punk. Serious? Like, bro, you know how mad people would be. You know how mad Roman would be. <laughs> he hates that man with reason. That's why it's bad. Look, look, man. 
we talked about this last year going into WrestleMania, and uh, the thought the thought was like they're trying to get the Rock to come in so that the Rock puts over Roman. The idea that they change and then all of a sudden, like a month later, he, Roman gets back word that like okay, the thing with, with Rock is off, so we're gonna have you work with Cody, and then we're gonna have uh, Cody beat you. And uh, and my thought was like Roman has to be like, wait, what? I'm gonna beat the Rock, but I'm not losing him. You out of your mind? So the idea that <laughs> this year we was going, you know, we gonna have you actually put over Cody, you know, fire off the confetti and all that kind of stuff. Great moment, all that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. Uh, actually, change the plans. Uh, we gonna have a uh, uh, pump come through, and uh, he gonna hit you with the GTS, and you go ahead and lay your, your, your damn shoulders on the man for three seconds, and then you roll out like, you know, like. <laughs> Like Hot Miss Prime told the fucking Autobots, <laughs> bro, he ain't going for it. He ain't going for that. Look, I I don't know what uh Roman's political uh acumen is at this point. It used to be absolute doo doo, <laughs> right after what happened to him at WrestleMania 31. But at this point, he got to put his fucking foot down uh, and be like, Nah, I I, I, yeah. ain't, I ain't going to the ring. If this is what you want to set up. I ain't going to the ring. You better figure something else out. This ain't work for me. Like. <laughs> Hey, Fitz, can you do something for me? Can you get a little rich flex for me? This this shit runner telling me is boo-boo. Absolutely not. I got one. Number four. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> if Brock Lesnar has a come off, I'm not saying that Brock wouldn't do it. Oh right? Because Brock come off the farm for a check. Yeah, right. Yeah, he don't care. But they were like, nah, man, you gonna lose to CM Punk. And then Brock Lesnar would be like, Why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. Oh like, um, what's in it? Like, are we doing another match? Are we doing a series? What's the point? Right. They were like, nah, it's just one and done, Brock. That's it. Mm. I got a feeling Brock would be like, I am not showing up to the building. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think, who would be a who would be a good fifth pick, fifth overall pick? There's a couple names mm. out there. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, just the idea. I'll say it. They've had Gunther be the champion for like over a year and change. And they put that shit. They put that shit on CM Punk. The person absolutely don't fucking need it. Don't help put nobody else over when he oh, does it. It's so dumb. Um, I can't think of nobody for for a fifth pick. You got anybody oh, else? I do. Yeah, go ahead. Take my take my pick. Go ahead and do it in front of me. Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. A man who had CM Punk's dream match, who is friends with the Young Bucks, Christopher Daniels, and pretty much everyone else. A man that uh, after he gets the match, after the shit that went bad with uh, at Brawl Out, decided to post a picture of him main eventing night one of WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin to be like, see, I main event WrestleMania. No, you didn't, but whatever. That's nice. That's nice. Or whatever else to say, like, haha, me and, you know, I'm suing solidarity with my friends by posting a picture of me not made of any WrestleMania, but whatever. Like, I know that gets his goat. 
Okay, okay whatever, man. Um, yeah, that that would be funny. That would be funny. I actually like to see that match. Um, but whatever. Uh, just because the promos a lot, they'd be great. Uh, huh. Oh, I got one. Since you took my pick with the sixth pick of the of, the, of this CM Punk put over draft, I'll go with the Miz. Oh my god! <laughs> like. Just the idea. I don't think Miz has a problem putting over anybody. I, d- I don't. I think the thing is, like, I don't want to work with this fucking guy. And, like, y'all are making me. I've been here. I've done everything you've asked me to do. I've outkicked my coverage in every sense of the word in my tenure in WWE. And what must I do? Go out there and work with this asshole. There's been nothing but mean to me. Why? For no reason. I did nothing wrong. I did nothing for him to dislike Just me. Just jealous Every, of me. Everybody backstage likes me except for this one asshole because he's the asshole. But you're making me suffer the indignity of working with this guy. One more time, I got to take one on the chin for this company. After all I've done for them. That's... Good guys finish last. Number seven. AJ Styles. Not a fan of CM Punk in the least. I did not Uh, know this. AJ Styles. Is it because of political differences? I think there's something to that there. Mm. Um, but like they, can we get t-shirt CM Punk being that, uh, being AJ Styles in a trans rights matter shirt? Oh my God. AJ would be furious. Um, yeah, there, there's some quotes. Um, uh, let me see if I can find it. Give me one moment. Which is hilarious considering like, you know, you know, we also have huge like political differences. AJ Styles and Brian Danielson. <laughs> They went out there and just had matches. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I've got another one. Okay. He said he doesn't respect CM Punk as a human or a wrestler. Mm. And he said he's not a fan. Um, and he doesn't respect him. Um, mm. Yeah. So. Well, respect his job. He finna do because if they do AJ Styles or CM Punk, CM Punk's going over at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't even no discussion. Um, man, um, there's a... So that was number seven. Uh, number eight. Did you have number eight, James? Oh, no. I I, I think I think I'm done. I think I'm tapped out. I have a number eight for go you. Ahead, go ahead. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> Okay, all right. I, I kind of thought he was off the board, but okay. He is like, back right now. You yeah. know, John Cena would be like, yo, I got to use a few of these Hollywood days. Yeah, I'll put over Austin Theory. I don't care. What, him? CM Punk? Oh, man. Um, no, I refuse. I, I saw someone on Twitter tweet that, like, John Cena must really hate Austin Theory because of the effort that John Cena put into the tag match. The effort a crossbody if crossbody if a crossbody is trying in 2023 pro wrestling then what the fuck are we doing right like i just saw someone in the main event before they may have possibly torn their acl get basically spiked on our avalanche death valley driver in the main event like nah man y'all level of trial is totally different between whatever other people are watching i'm sorry 
Nah, man, I get it. He's two fifty and he does a crossbody, uh, and he, you know, he's he's a Hollywood actor now, or whatever else. I get it, but nah, man, nah, man. We see we see Cesaro do that shit almost every week. Nah, yep. man, that is not trying. We see we see big ass Drew McIntyre do flip dives every chance we see him to the floor. That ain't trying these days. Sorry, I don't give a damn how old he is. Man, um, so Terry Funk was at- out here at Smoky Mountain doing moon salts. Yes. Um, we got another one. Number nine, Carl Anderson. Oh, okay. Uh, is that because he's a young bucks homeboy? Yes. Okay. I fucking work with him. Yeah, I work with him. Okay. All right. I think we're tapping. Last, I think there's Please. one more. There should be one more somewhere. One more. Hornswoggle? Yeah, no, no, not Hornswoggle. I got one more for you. This is contingent on him getting cleared. The Viper, Randy Orton. I've I heard at times they've mostly li- liked working with each other, so I don't know. I, I you know, so I don't know how that would go. I don't think he uh, actually has smoke. Want, want a fun look? Want, want a funnier one? Then it, it contingent on getting cleared. Go ahead. Time to play the game. Oh, I mean that. I mean, if it's Triple H, that goes way higher. That that like Triple H, if he could get cleared, that would have been a top three, easy. Vince will be like, yeah, it is time to play the game. Do the fucking job. For yeah. Business. Yeah. Yeah. Trish be like, well, you know, you know, I don't feel like taking them tests. You know, I'm good. Well, maybe next year. Ain't got two. Ain't got two. You ain't part time, baby. No, nah, no, nah, I meant like be, test to be clear for his heart. Oh, I, didn't heart like, I didn't mean yes, PED yes. test. You know, he don't care about that. Yeah, at all. Um, yeah, man. But uh, Triple H is yeah. a good one. That'd be funny. Yeah, you can come back after being done wrestling for however long your heart episode. But you got to go come back and put up with CM Punk. Nah, you know what? It might be funnier if Punk had to put Triple H over. That would be funnier. That would absolutely be funny, especially after the way your man was talking that cash on that podcast. Like I'm yeah. doing you the favor. I mean, having me beat you. Yeah. Oh, um, really? I think, and I think that entire list—if you flip the entire list—all of them are funny for CM Punk losing to all of those guys too. Yeah. Yeah. CM Punk losing for Kevin Owens is funny. Especially with their personal history and, and everything else, too. Um, yeah, so uh, tomorrow night uh, is going to be AEW and NXT head-to-head. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more. Um, well, we might as well talk about it now. Um, there are Both shows are going commercial-free for the first half hour, I believe. AEW has a 10-minute overrun. NXT will probably have an 8-minute overrun. So... They juicing everything up, um, you know, like Barry Bonds, and basically uh, saying uh, they might bring the Undertaker out in NXT. Uh, John Cena is going to be wor- working in a managerial role. Cody Paul Heyman will be there. Cody will be there. Um, and then you know, in AW they got the title Tuesday thing. They've got Swerve Danielson. They've got Hangman and Jay White on a whim. Um, Soraya defending the women's title uh, the, against uh, Carl Sheeta, Moxley and Phoenix, uh, 
Jericho and Hobbs. One more match. I can't remember what it is right now, but a lot of matches uh, between our show. Yeah, they got six matches announced. Um, but yeah, seeing as how WWE put three match or excuse me, five matches in a three-hour show, <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, so like, I feel like WWE wants to win this really badly. Um, do you do you have any idea why? Other I than think just be, the, the, I think they're pissed about last year. What happened like, last year? Like they lost to him last year when they moved over, and it was almost on some never again shit. How like, much? How much did they lose by? Do you remember? I, I don't. Was I don't it big? I don't remember. I I think it was like it was decisive. Like it wasn't like you know. Okay. Like anything, but well, it's almost on some never again shit. You know, but, when they were head to head before, they always lost then too. This is true. Um. This is the most loaded NXT show possibly ever. Um, as far as, far as they, putting stars on the show, I guess yeah. Yeah, they're they're doing. Uh, and as far as their matches, they're no, doing they're like Braun Breaker. Cena, not like they're putting John Cena versus uh, uh versus the Undertaker on the card. That would be you know. That would be funny. That'd be funny. Uh, Can Cena get his like win they, back? His unadvertised win back. Yeah, like they've got like uh, Melo and and Braun fighting each other. There's like two guys they built around uh, NXT. Um, they got some other matches. I don't really, you know, I don't follow NXT or anything like mm-hmm. that. But they've got like, you know, a lot of matches announced that are in that world, like or yeah. some people are looking uh, forward to. Um, Is Dragon not doing anything? You know, I'm not sure. Okay, but um, they want to win really badly, and I'm the way they're stacking this thing up. I feel like if they don't win, this is this is embarrassing. I think <laughs> like if they if they come out here and do all this shit and then they lose and it's like ultimate egg on the face yeah. uh, with the, you know, the, the commercial free uh, juicing and, you know, pulling the John Cena lever. And I, I think it's like the way NXT had been going with like maybe one or two people from the main roster showing up like they were already surging for like you know what they were doing they might have been able to you know win almost you know as themselves rather than somebody else not a chance you you don't think so no why is that because their demo's not great still this is true so you know that's really what it comes down to like if we're talking about you know overall ratings like maybe they will beat them in overall ratings but they won't beat them in demo they never beat yeah. them in demo Ever. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if they, they did. Uh, once, twice, ever? Once. Yeah. Um, They actually won the, the ratings this week, the overall ratings this past week. Um, I find AEW's strategy very interesting um, going up against NXT because it's almost like someone got it through their head that, hey, head-to-head with WWE – we need to roll out a bunch of great fucking matches. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's interesting. It's just as interesting what they put up against it is what they did not put up against it. Right. Um, they didn't put MJF versus Kenny Omega or John Moxley up against, you know, John Cena and Undertaker. They didn't do that. Yeah. They didn't do Jericho versus Danielson, you know, 
Uh, we got, you know, Jay, there, there's, for me, there's two real matches carrying this thing. It's Jay White and Hangman and Swerve and Danielson. Yeah. And um, I think those are really big matches. Like, you know, if you're a, a hardcore fan, if you're someone that likes the in-ring action, I don't think, you you know, I don't like that's Those are two great matches uh, yeah. to pick from. And I think it's almost like a uh, it's a it's a check. On, on you know the fan base like it's like hey man like do y'all like like this is if this is what he goes to in his time of need mm-hmm. almost it's like are people still going to react to this so like i would almost encourage people to hey make sure y'all uh y'all watch this shit or next time they he might try some bullshit like <laughs> we'll be watching some fuck we'll be, we'll be watching fucking vignettes uh, going against this shit. Oh god. Uh, well, yeah, no MJF in a match. Um, no, no elite uh, as far as like anything I, mean, like, I can see. Based off the last few matches you've seen from MJF, you want to see MJF match? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, same. So, but um, yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's gonna be interesting tomorrow. Like, I think this is a lot more, like in our bubble at least people don't care about this as much um, right? because i mean there's already been a winner loser declared on all this yeah so yeah, th- this is like you know i don't know i think i think people want to they want to will this will we get fast nationals we will not no i don't think so uh only if maybe 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 if nsc like wins or whatever we'll we'll know about it very fast yeah or whatever all right however if not <laughs> expect silence until about 4 p.m uh you know wednesday and um i don't know man i i i find this this one to be so kind of low stakes and yeah. i think there are a lot of uh, aw doom and gloomers that have you know uh they've been counting on this being like the see everything's going wrong with aw like you know and you know, a lot of people that are big CM Punk fans that are saying, you know, wishing for the downfall and everything. There were a lot of people that, you know, had this day circle for months yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. And I'm like, quite it's real convenient. Like, quite I haven't heard any same people talk about, like, the pay-per-view buy rates of last five, uh, you know, those three pay-per-views that they did in a five-week succession. Like, it was a phenomenal success. In Correct. Two of them, you know, one of them absolutely did not have, C- or two of them did not have CM Punk in it. And one of them was a show in Chicago. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to put somebody on the summer jam screen on the timeline this week and it was not good for them. Um, but yeah, like, you know, <laughs> they already stomped out NXT had already stomped out collision. Like these people were not bringing up collision, getting stomped out, um, by NXT for forever. Mm-hmm. Like, so like, uh, you know, I think, you know, I, I think this is going to be a good show, uh, for, for AW. I'm not gonna watch NXT just because that's not like something I do. But <laughs> like, right. I don't. Like, I don't I'll see clips, whatever inter- thing yeah. they do. If it's interesting, yeah, yeah. But um, like, I'm not getting fooled uh by by any of that. But it's gonna be. We also, you know, also don't want to help help him get a rating. It's not that works. It's not that works. But still, just to be petty. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, nah, hell no. Nah. We gonna keep the numbers down. Suppress wow. the numbers. Wow. Um, you know, stop the count. Yeah, um, you know, so so when they do the next round of cuts, you can blame Rich Lotta for not being vigilant. 
pro wrestling fan, you want to watch a loaded up show with a bunch of stars on it? No. Fucking we ball. No. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> Terrible. But, yeah, man. Um, so, I mean, I don't really care who wins. I, I think AW is still going to win. Um, I think they'll win. Yeah. I think AW will win. But, uh, yeah, look, look, WWE, I'll bet not lose. Like, yeah, 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 bet not lose. Because it turns into more of, like, the, you know, the the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote, where it's like, bro, you keep falling off the cliff. Stop falling off this fucking cliff. Ain't you embarrassed how many times you fell off this cliff? Bro. You lucky as a cartoon. Your ass would have been dead a thousand times ago. Um. So, Saturday night, uh, Collision. We mentioned FTR losing tag team championships, kind of in a uh, prototype squash, kind of pioneered by Jamie Hayter when she dropped the belt to Tony Storm. Like when there was like some type of injury, do the match anyway. They got rid of uh, Cash kind of on the outside early in the match, and Dax got straight up executed by Big Bill. It was like four choke slams, maybe five. They set him up for a spear. Ricky Starks pins him. I lose my mind. I'm like, oh, my God. I just didn't expect this. And then I was already enjoying the, the ass whooping that was going on uh, for uh, Big Bill whooping on Dax like that. Uh, there was a big boo-boo face promo. Uh, some people have pointed out by FTR ahead of time. Um, this thing. I don't know when this injury occurred. Maybe it was during the Aussie Open match. Um, immediately, people sprung into action. But my mind didn't even go there because I was like, I, I'm not going to, you know, do this yet, but I figure, you know, we're on the show now. We can explore this. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were like, did FTR not want to do the job for the Young Bucks? And I was like, man, if this was the case, this would be like the first time ever that they've like skated out ahead in a way to like where they kind of got something over on somebody politically. Because all they've done is make ter- like miscalculations. Uh... I don't know if that was a, that situation of like you got to worry about like how they get booked in the future. So I don't think they did that. And I, also, it's I, like, I don't think that happened either. Yeah, um, I don't think that happened. but you know, I, I did have uh, the, the like, full gear. You can't drop the young bucks in like I'm sorry, like the situation I remember you talking about with CM Punk and uh, Hangman Page as far as like them in the future after brawl. I was like. If you can't job for if you can't job for Adam, Adam Page and like we need to talk and it's like hey, if you're a tag team you can't job for the Young Bucks in AW. There's the door. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the fuck are you <laughs> you doing? got to go. Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, but I I don't think that's actually what happened here. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and Same. if anyone wants to uh, believe in a conspiracy, uh, you know, I may have done that once or twice here, but I don't. This one doesn't pass a smell test uh, for me, but. They've got Bill now and Ricky Starks with these things. That was kind of an odd choice. Um, no one really saw this coming. Like, if anybody did, uh, good luck. Like, no one was predicting this. Um, obviously, Aussie Open, you know, lost the match. I mean, I would have thought about maybe switching them belts there, but apparently Mark Davis got injured. Uh, Kyle Fletcher has already been in singles action, uh, also tag and singles action uh, without him. Um, so he's already, you know, getting used. But you know, I did have full gear circled for for the Bucks, and may wonder if you know 
or Bill and Ricky Starr is going to hold these things and drop them to the Bucks there. Who knows? I think um, it could be like a short title reign thing where they get the back, they get it back to FTR and then they do the match. It's like there's no way they're, they're thinking like, yeah, we want FTR. Or sorry, we want um, Starks and Big Bill as the Young Bucks. Like, four-year match. No way. Yeah. Don't even sound yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it'd be interesting to see, like, you know, which way that goes. But the FTR title reign, man, let's do it. Um, brother. Um, okay. They won these belts from the guns. Matter of fact, let me, let me pull... Oof. My uh, okay. Let me pull. Let me make sure I got all my information. <laughs> I don't make think sure I got my information here, because man, James, I was insured that we were about to get the greatest tag team run of all time. I feel like we only got a really good run at the beginning of Collision. I got you know I w- I was told that this was going to be. This is going to redefine tag team wrestling. You know, this was going to be it. So, here we are. We got 10 matches from FTR in this in this thing. We got one of them winning the belts, one of them losing the belts. So, I guess we should maybe throw both of those out. I mean, you know, I don't know if putting them on helps them because I don't think they particularly want them in impressive fashion. They didn't lose them in impressive fashion, so do with those what you want. Yeah. They've got matches against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Mm-mm. I remember that um, match being like good for a Jeff Jarrett match, but it was like, I, I don't want to see Jeff Jarrett match. Yeah. They got the the FTR and the Bullet Club Gold match. That was a great, yeah. great match, but yeah. it also took three months like they had those belts for three months by the time that already happened. Yeah. Adam Cole and MJF match where MJF and Cole probably that match was really good. That match was great. Yeah. So they cooking now at this point. Two. Yep. Those two. Yeah. Big Bill and Brian Cage. They had a good match there. I remember okay. people talking about that. Okay. Young Bucks at All In. Great match. Not the match though that yeah. we expected. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> then they're taking on the Iron Savages, the who? Anthony Henry and JD Drake. Oh, okay. Oh no, those are two different teams. That was Boulder and Bronson, Iron Savages. Oh, okay. Isn't uh, isn't the other uh, Boulder hurt right now? That's why he's in another tag. Nah, they're together. They're back. Okay, all right, never mind. Both of those matches go under five minutes. Then we okay. got that Aussie Open match that wasn't, you know, hidden kind of. Yeah, yeah. Then we got them dropping these belts. Yep. I don't know about you, man. I got one, two. It, it sounds like you about to do a Nas, uh, as y'all do a Jay Z on Takeover talking about Nas uh, discography. That's what sounds you're about to do. You know, I got about four out of ten, which is fitting, you know, for these Bret Hart boys. Four out of ten. You know that we that we want to hold up. Uh huh. I don't know, man. I, I will sound... say this: the beginning they absolutely carried CM Punk uh at like the first month of Collision, and like not just the tag match that he had with uh 
uh, that it was a tag defense, also like those trio match. So like there is more to this than just the defenses. So like I'll yeah. give them more credit than um than just them as a tag team um defending those titles. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't think this is I don't think this is on the level. Yeah, it, 2021 Young Bucks nine month reign yeah. that ended, you know, crowned the Lucha Bros in that cage. This I, wasn't, I don't. This think, wasn't this is not 20, the same. This wasn't a 2020 Hangman and Omega. No, this is not the same. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, Jade Rawyo. What has FTR really done? You know, <laughs> what have they? What has he ever really done? You know. Shout out to Brett. <laughs> um, this is not, you know, you know, sh- look, we look, we saw swerving our glory in the acclaim last year. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, I was enjoying the swerving our glory stuff, and then you know, they cut that short and the acclaim, they cut them off too. You know, and it was a whole bunch of cutting off short, like yeah. Mother Joe. Yeah, uh, like this going on to get FTR these belts. Yeah, for this, this run, this wasn't exactly like some like one of the tag team champions from starter from like 2021 and 2000 to last year, right? Like this Bro. wasn't this wasn't exactly this wasn't exactly like Shuri and Julia, you know. The this level, wasn't exactly FWC. This wasn't exactly Black Desire. This wasn't exactly Meltier either. Yeah, I'm with you. This the wasn't exactly Seven Up. Of annoyance from last year with yep. with the the FTR anon and like yep. Dax on Twitter and just the level of being annoying that they did and combine if you look twelve months ago where these guys were and you look at them now where people are just like thank God we got them off these guys like the stuff where we're faking like we're we're leaving the company and all the just bad Matt Coon like just platforming these these idiots like just like god damn like you know like you just look at him and it, like you know standing that close to CM Punk while he's like you know it's working for Punk at all costs like while he's just burning everything around down around him wow you remember, you remember Cash like the, the very first show he was back on after Punk got fired that man threw up the yeah looking like suckers yeah like yeah um, wow forever, huh all right all Breaking right. news. Pre-show on YouTube tomorrow. Eddie Kingston versus Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> Actually on Dynamite, I believe. We're back to the sixth. This shit. Let's go. Oh, my God. It's going to be on YouTube. It'll be like the Suzuki. It's going to be like the Suzuki and Danielson match. Uh, I'm trying to confirm. Oh, right my now. fucking God. These fucking children. Million- billionaire children. Oh, it's on YouTube. Yep. 7.30. This is great. Where's the show ne- Where's the show tomorrow in uh, Dynamite? Independence, Missouri. <laughs> it did it in Miami last time. JK, you fucking sicko. What? Is Will that like, Washington, is that damn you. Will Washington, this is your doing? Is this by like St. Louis? Yes. Okay. Alright. Pre-show on YouTube. Let's go. Yeah, I, I bet I bet it appears Missouri is on the other side of that of the Mississippi River. Oh, let me. It's the buy-in. Okay, awesome. The buy-in. Well, I love it. Unbelievable. What a sicko. Let's get it popping. Terrible. <sighs> Bro, it's funny because like WWE has matches like that they can use like they can book they have like a million Dunn. matches like that they, they can book like Dunn versus that, Dragonoff or some shit used, right but they never do it right like, that used to be NXT 
And then he said, no, nah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta change stuff because Vince doesn't like it. Fuck you. Uh, Independence <laughs> Missouri is actually like, is, is in Kansas City. Oh, okay. Basically. Okay, so, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, man. Um, amazing. <laughs> is uh is Floyd or, or uh Caleb going to this? I think Caleb had mentioned he might make the voyage. Okay. I think it's a three hour minutes for him. Um Floyd would be like, look, man, I spent too much damn money and time on fucking AEW. I need I need a break. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe, yeah. Either way, yeah. you gotta do that fucking show this week to cover it anyway. Oh, uh, but uh, so this is my non-review of WWE Fastlane <laughs> 2023. Your non-review review. Correct. Okay. Completely unremarkable show in pretty much every aspect. You watch this thing live. It is such a frustrating experience. Not only was the crowd dead, uh-huh. dead as hell. Like. Uh-huh. They were up for the opener, which was Cody Rhodes in main event against Judgment Day. Crowd pop, lost their mind for the title change, and they were up pretty much for that match. I got in about halfway through that match, right? After that, this crowd couldn't give a fuck who was in there. And this reminded me of why WWE kept doing all these international shows in the first half of the year, and those crowds were going crazy because, like, and then we get back to America, and it's like, like they just literally look at them like you it sounded like a church in a lot of these matches um i believe carlito was late for his match he re- re-debuts they have ray mysterio and uh santos escobar fighting against the street profits and bobby lashley who are now heels um <laughs> and yeah. uh the, the match ends with with carlito running in the crowd doesn't react to anything but Carlito's entrance to that terrible music that he has now and the pin like and Carlito then pins Montez Ford. I don't know who needs to hear this, but the Montez Ford push is never coming. Um, or is hap- uh, or is coming in five years. <laughs> there's, no, there's no in between. There's no like what's going to happen yeah. at like next WrestleMania. Correct. Our next Royal Rumble is like either it's it's never happening or it's happening in five years. Like, just absolutely unremarkable. These matches, like, are anywhere between two and three stars all night, wherever you want to go. They they got uh, uh, EO and Asuka and Charlotte, completely sloppy match, lots of missed moves. Um, And the person that did the worst moonsault in the match was not Charlotte. (laughs) <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was weird um mm. and it was just like you know it was just just completely sloppy and it, it was just like not you know not there bailey's running out they're doing a bunch of bullshit um john cena in la night against the bloodline jesus um it was ironically kind of like that nxt one where charlotte was there i believe charlotte caught the uh moonsault while she had um she had Oscar uh, in the figure eight. Okay. EO does a moonsault, then pins Oscar, I think. Uh, I don't think Charlotte got pinned. Okay. I would have to double check that. I, I don't remember. Um, okay. John Cena at LA Knight against Bloodline. Look, this this is like one of them MJF matches. Um, it's a house show match right here. 
Uh, John Cena is the one basically getting his ass whooped the whole match because I don't know. Maybe they don't trust LA Knight to work like that. So LA Knight cleans this whole thing up with his uh, with his hot tags. They embrace each other and kind of, you know, I don't know if they're pointing LA Knight towards Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia. We'll see. But uh, guys over, they react to him. So, and then the main event, notice only five matches. And why I mentioned this being a horrible viewing experience, like I'm watching this thing live, tons and tons of commercials. Um, they cut out the video package because I'm on the $5 tier. So I don't see the video packages. I just see more commercials, right? Um, That's right. And then the, you get, <laughs> so like you get the commercials that everyone gets in between mm-hmm. the matches and then they'll come back and say hey if you are um our premium subscribers take a look at how we got here and then boom they'll throw it like they're hitting the video package but me i'm getting more commercials so <laughs> so there i go um and then um lots of you know just time between matches um this main event Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura, complete snooze fest. Two times I reacted during this whole match, which matched the times that the building reacted uh, to this match. Shinsuke Nakamura came out dressed in all white sheets like he was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Um, Seth Rollins came out here wearing bullshit um, like normal. Um, And then I'm just seeing this and it's just like I'm just waiting for something to happen. And I'm like, yo, this is a last man standing match. Haven't y'all tried this with Shinsuke Nakamura before? Like, and then I just like his match with AJ Styles is actually like the one good one. I'm like, but I'm just like, do they just do this with him now? Is this just like, oh yeah, we don't trust him to do nothing else. This this is fucking last man standing. Look, anyone can have a great last man standing match. Apparently not. Right. Um, Like the the basement is like. Like the over under for last man standing match three and a half stars, um, which is I like, saw tweets. I saw tweets. People saying like, "Hey man, like tell me why Seth Rollins is having worse match with Nakamura than in 2023 than KG Muto." And I was like, "No, yes, yes, no." I was there for that. By the way, remember I was in the building for that. I was yeah. in Budokan Hall for that. And I was like, "No, that can't be." Yes, this doing is, worse than the grandfather James. You must be, you must be mistaken. No, can't be. And um, I guess it was. This so. went twenty-eight minutes. This match felt like it would never end. It went twenty-eight minutes. Yes, and a last-minute match. So they're doing seven, eight. Get your ass up, like <laughs> just a complete nothing show. Top mm. to bottom, like mm. didn't matter. Like, yeah, you got a title, you know, raw tag team title match switch, bro. Get me fucking Walter on these pay per views. Stop fucking with me. Haven't they like, been like basically put him off to like have him have a match, like a big match on the raw, like the week before, like go, yes. on the go home shows before wrestling or pay per views, kind of? Yes. Like, Cody should have been wrestling John Cena on this show. Like, do something. Does John Cena want to have actually an actual match though, or does he just want to fuck He's around? He's so full time in this seventeen minute tag team match. So, but it's different than having himself or Cody for forever. I mean, he could he could make Cody sell. 
I, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea to have either one of them uh, face you at this point. But I get what you mean. Like, if you want to do something interesting, you can do that. Yeah, that can main event. Obviously, Look, maybe they don't want to do anything interesting. So, I mean, you know, there is something to that. Um, which is weird because, like, if you're gonna have five matches, why the fuck not try to entertain us? Or by entertain us, I mean entertain rich enough to where he'd be like, yeah, you can watch it, James. Rich is like, nah, ain't no point. That's like, you ain't got to tell me twice. I ain't watching this shit. Not it. Not it. Like, yeah. Like, if it's a a pay-per-view where it's like, you know, if it's a a pay-per-view or whatever else, I'll watch it. If it's one of these ones where it's like, yeah, whatever, I might throw it on. Like, I threw in a Puerto Rican one, right? Um, Yeah. That that show was awesome. Yes, it was. It was. I think we're not at the point where we're out of that, like, that one where we had, where we're like, WWE pay-per-views have turned around. I think we're out of that now. I think they're yeah, kind of we had the SummerSlam. Yeah, I think they're dipping back into the bad. They got to fix that. Like, I can, you know, they're winning right now. They're, they're, you know, everything's working for them. And I thought a big part, a part of that was a part of their, their pay per views were so much better uh, than they have been. And uh, they got to fix that if it's going to be this again, because it'll go right back to, you know, people being, you know, frustrated with the company. AW Dynamite uh, last week. Interesting show. Um, <laughs> so they, they had some stuff on here I thought it was great. And then we had just more of the, of like, shit I couldn't believe. Um, <laughs> All right. So before we go through it, I thought this was an important show. I thought this was leaving out the pay-per-view. Like, we actually are moving forward and actually telling stories in a way and getting off, getting the ground set for, like, going into full gear. And, um, you know, people love to do the narrative that, like, uh, these AEW pay-per-views have late builds to them. Like, and it's like, nah, you're just not paying attention. Like, stuff's been set in motion for you to get a match. It just hasn't been announced yet. You're tripping. Right? Like, we always go into, like, you know, three weeks out and knowing about half the card already. Um, In this case, we got the main event. You know? So, um, yeah. So, we opened up. It was Renee interviewing Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega backstage. Uh, this segment was hilarious. Uh, all these Canadians backstage. Um. Did it feel like a WWE, uh, like a WWE like thing? Because it's like, why are they together? And it's only a service of bringing out Edge with them. And you'd be like, oh, it's Team Canada all in front of you. Cool. I don't mean I just, in a bad way. Just yeah, it seems like I, that's I, not I something that AEW normally does. Where like we have, you know, we have these guys all like to talk, and then we have one of them interrupt them. So they can all like blow each other, kind of. <laughs> so Jericho basically talked up their history, and they talk about you know Omega and Jericho. You know, four years ago we were on the opposite sides, and this is the I think this is the anniversary for yeah, yeah four year anniversary yeah. of Dynamite. Yeah, um, clap it up, you know, for, <laughs> for, for Dynamite. Jesus, we got to make one um, more year. Got you know, yeah. can't rest on the Lord. We got to make it half a decade at least. You know. Yeah, um, you know they talked about you know they're teaming up tonight and all that, and then all of a sudden Adam Copeland is there. I'm like, wow, interesting. Um, he's so much he, taller than both of them. He is. <laughs> um, he said he's you know here for the fourth anniversary. Hopes to be here for the eighth, the twelfth, and the twentieth. I'm like, yo, slow that's down, a lot brother. Of slow down. Um, slow down. Slow down. Let's <laughs> let's just get yo. you to let's get let's get you to the fifth anniversary. You can't be out here just expecting new motherfuckers from WWE to come over here and they ain't gonna be around forever. We just saw how the last one worked out. You just you just worry about getting to five, brother, 
before you have yeah. a brawl out in situation. You're like, what I, what did I ever do to an empty headed dumb fuck like Christian Cage to deserve this? Um, so he shook Chris Jericho's hand and then um, Kenny like looks at him. He's like, hey, man, you know, I was a little worried when you showed up. You had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And I laughed. Sure. Um, <laughs> so they shake hands and, you know, uh, Ed said, you know, he's got he's got their backs. He also knows Don Callis, which I thought was a, a, a nice true. touch. It is a shoot. I know. Right. Yeah. He's been on the podcast for Edge and Christian. They, they need somebody how much of a carney he was back then, too. Yeah. You know, he said, like, hey, I'll offer a hand. Any, any help you guys need, let me know. And stick it to the Don Callis family. I was like, this made me smile. I, I was like, all right. All right. Yeah. Shook hands, you know. So, I meant to ask you this. We've had conversations like this before. Does Kenny just, like, have no interest in being a babyface? And, like, when he asked to be a babyface, he's like, fine, I'll do it for the company, but I don't really want to do this. You know, I don't know. Um, he doesn't seem. It seems to... like he tries so much harder when he's a hill. Like, I don't as far know as like it's... the presentation, being on camera, talking on the mic, like showing charisma, showing like interest. Like he did this thing, and it was like it. it I don't want to say he checked out. It wasn't that, but it was like it was kind of just like I'm, 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 I'm just pushing the cart along, whatever to the play, you know, to get to the thing, so we can get off this, and I can go back to doing whatever the hell I was doing. As opposed to like you know, dress like an asshole and, and absolutely bearing Orange Cassidy like that. It's just, it's just he like you. You can see like he he enjoys he enjoys it so much more when he's a heel. He really does. I I don't think like in this case like he's saying as Chris Jericho who's like right right infinitely more like charismatic like as a baby face yeah naturally right? yeah, yeah and like that's just not gonna be like he's not gonna overtake the screen so you feel like he got like lost that. he is more like i'm more thinking he got or i'm not acknowledging he kind of got lost in the wash is what you're saying yeah okay that's fair i guess yeah um but like i think he's a you know he's like more of the thoughtful kind of you know he's not a in your face thing it's almost like uh whatever his story is will like dictate how you feel about him like in mm-hmm. Oh, don't get me with, wrong. I still want, I still want him to fucking V trigger uh Callis right, in the face. Right. Don't, don't, get, don't, get that, don't get that twisted. I think Callis and like, you know, by extension the family is, is are so like uh strong as heels mm-hmm. that will actually set up him to kind of I feel like he needs extra care. Like you can't just say, Hey Kenny, go out there and, and have him love you. Like, I mean, you know, in a in, in a match like setting, he can do that mm-hmm. or whatever, but like it's not it's not there um like on the mic and stuff like that i just think like it felt you've seen him cut these great promos as hill as hills and everywhere right it was like can i get the one can i you know obviously it's a little it's, it's a real, it's real high he'll ask me like can i get the one killer baby face from where he's like look man you you turn your back on me and like i'm finna fuck you up like i i, I, I he, he to, needs to do it for if, I, if I need if one of those like hey man it. i've had enough you've heard you, you know you've heard of bushy now you like you ran this man down you, you hunted him down with the country this, this i'm, I'm finna put hands on you and hurt you in ways you couldn't imagine this this should be the time because you know you did the sit down thing with Jim Ross and I was all set up. Yeah, you fucking jumped him. Fuck. Jumped him like you know like so it's like you know it's all it's always some it's always an excuse to where he can't do it. So like I I think it would be nice uh to do it. And before it was like you know you was out here throwing out that line you know CM Punk and let him talk. 
Well, how about it fucking now? There's a sissy of both doings. Like Juice, Juice and Jay, Juice and Jay, White ain't out here doing CM Punk's doing in this stage of the game. <laughs> Shit, stupid, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, we opened up uh, with a classic matchup: Nick Jackson versus Ray Phoenix. Love it. Great um, Easily know, the best match of the night. Easily. I saw these guys in the ring and they were on commentary saying, you know, these guys were responsible for people looking at wrestling in a new way, like, you know, the style. And I'm like, it's just Lucha Libre. Like, you know, like, (laughs) it's just sometimes people make AEW out to be so different when it's like, no, man, it's just a lot of shit that people have liked for a long time that didn't okay i maybe in this this regard like it's not showcase on that level right yeah yeah but it's like yeah man like why don't we start treating these guys like the all-time greats they are rather than these almost these novelties like we we talked about great ray phoenix was a couple weeks ago on this show where i'm Mm -hmm. like yo if you fucking look at, like, if you subscribe to Day's star ratings, right, if you, if you look at them and you look at the great wrestlers that, that uh, you know, have achieved this this five-star rating, right, you look at them, right, Ray Phoenix is, is tied for number 17, and, and he's had, like, nine of them or whatever, right? Like, Nick Jackson is even above that. It's like, no, man, we're dealing with, like, I don't know, it's just a, I feel like there's a hesitancy to really put themselves over like of, you know, who the fuck these guys are. Like these are living legends like and I think they should be kind of pushed as that. Uh, But they just don't for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, This is great. Uh, I think about the international championship. I want to see Phoenix keep holding on to this thing. I don't know how injured he is, um, but he didn't really take a lot of uh, back bumps or anything. Um, You know, Nick phenomenal in this thing and you know part like halfway through the match i was like man flip it to nick and then flip it back to phoenix i was like man like just you know switch this, switch this bitch up a little bit but it was like this man wants to I, I had so much too. fun I, I had so much fun watching this it is match is great um it wasn't as good as their, first, their match they had in indianapolis in 2019 but this match is incredible still um you use four and a half four and three quarters uh, I'd probably go four and a half. I was thinking four and a half plus, but like I'm in a weird funk where like everything I rate, like I am rating, like I'm dragging my feet compared to everybody else. So, um, there's that part, but yeah, I thought this match was great. It really was. It was really fun. Phoenix got the pin with a victory roll. Uh, and then we get Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. With the audio fucked up. So, yep. Which is a follow-up of last week when they had fucked up audio issues, too. But this one was apparently on TBS. But, yeah, man, they've um they've had some audio or technical production difficulties like the last two weeks. Uh, this I this felt week like was, this was, was a really signal as as, from... Uh, go ahead. This was a signal from God, I thought. Like, we we, we don't need to be playing this. Like, I, I just saw what was going on in there. I didn't want to see it. I was like, I saw a mobility scooter... Um, 
I think giraffes, if I'm not mistaken, were, were there. Like, uh, I don't know what was going um, on. But. Taven had a stuffed giraffe that he was using as almost like a uh, emotional Shoot comfort me animal. now. Shoot me now. So, <laughs> um, and then they play it again, James. <laughs> yeah. They so for it me, twice. it was like I was still, I was struggling through the audio, but I made out everything they were doing. Um, I laughed when they first did the. They're you know they're basically like playing like tag or racing around each other in like the, you know, with a wheelchair and in the, in the uh, scooter thing. I thought it was funny. Um, So, like, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. But when they ran it back a second time, I was like, you're not getting... There's no point in running it back a second time. Like, the audio is not going to change you watching and seeing exactly what the fuck's going on. Or whatever. Whatever. But they decided to do it. It wasn't worth it to me. But, yeah. um, Yeah, man. Like, people are into this in ways that we aren't. Um, I find it, obviously, a lot more humorous and amusing than you do. Um, I just wonder what, like, Cole's injury situation is because like this could go Hurt a lot bad. this could go a lot longer than you think than you would anticipate if it's bad because like they could pull the trigger on all this stuff with the beat down at the end of the show and all that kind of stuff like over the you know before we even get the full gear they could pull that if Cole's fucked up they can't do it or you would think they can't do it so um yeah they're they're in a they're in a situation of figuring out like his health situation right now yeah, yeah. I I was not a fan uh, of this, and I just was like putting my head in my hands, just like, what are we doing? Like, it, it was just like, great. Like, <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing to add. Like, just speechless. Um, Griff Garrison's in the ring. <laughs> um, I was like, well, wow, I haven't seen Griff in a long time. Um. You know, and then all of a sudden, Warlow comes out, and then I'm fired up. Warlow's growing his hair back a little bit. I'm like, someone has told him, grow the hair back. But it's like, you know, it's like kind of fluffy feathered right now. So, like, you, you got to get the long, wet yet. hair back. You, you got to get the long hair back, Warlow. Quit playing. Um, and it, he gets in the ring. He has MJF written on his wrist tape. Mm. Um, I didn't notice that the first time. I saw it, but um, he gave, you know, basically showed no kind of like sympathy or emotion, really aggressive. And I was like, oh, it looks like we're, you know, someone is um, figured out Warlow just needs to kill, kill people. Like it doesn't need to be too complicated or anything. Uh, Powerbombs has got five times. He stop it and he walks out through the crowd. We'll see. He was over in a way that he hadn't on the way out. So, yeah, yes. the time away did him some good. But um, I think there's a shelf life on him just powerbomb squash people. So whatever they got an idea on doing, they better get to it quick. Zekamaki, can he go back to the knee and the turnbuckle? They took all Warlow's cool moves. Oh, the uh, what, what was he calling it? What was he called? Uh, he called it a something trigger. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I think yeah. he has an end for the war trigger. War trigger, okay, yeah. And then, um, you know, the whole deal with the uh, he was using the F10. Stop using that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't. <laughs> he needs to find a way to do a good 18 minute match, though. It's tough. I mean, you know, he ain't got to do 18 minute match. He, he only got to do 18 minute match if he's in main event. 
He wrestled Hangman Page on Dynamite before, and that was awesome. Russell that didn't Cody. go eighteen minutes. That went like ten. It, it didn't go 12. eighteen, but you know, it was still like a like a high profile like kind yeah. of match. Yeah. So like, I love that match. Like maybe like the deal isn't the cage like, match put him in there. The with cage match with Cody more than ten minutes. Right. Like it's not like this guy's a. You got to use him as a main event or against the against the main eventers. Like you gotta. You can't put him in there with the mid card and say, "Hey, Warlow, it's on you." Like <laughs> to figure it out. Like, nah. Like, I don't think that's his game. But, um, hopefully, you know, it works for him because you know I, I always like Warlow. So yeah. Um, then we got Renee interviewing Don Callis and Kenosi and Takeshita, uh, and they call out Sammy Guevara. Uh, Sammy basically says pinning Chris Jericho shook AEW to his foundation so bad that the quack doctor. Or excuse me, Cal said that uh, Sammy Penn and Jericho, uh, you know, shook AEW to his foundation so bad that the Quack Doctors declared uh, Sammy unfit to com- compete. I believe he did get injured or something. He said, yeah, but there's uh, no. Sh- it was he. He was concussed, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the middle of watching that match, and I was like, "Oh, he got knocked out." And then he just continued. I was like, "Wow." Um, should he continue? Um, he continued. But like, <laughs> and then that's how he's you know scheduled for this match. I was like, wait, what? I thought he was. I kind of thought he was loopy, and then sure enough, that last second they changed it to Fletcher. So, yeah. So uh, then Don says, uh, "There's no shortage of eager young athletes looking for a chance to be part of his family." Oh, so here the, we go. So on the uh, advice of one. so on the advice of Will Osprey, he reached out into the vault and pulled out Kyle Fletcher to team up with Takesha. That's right. Don Callis, collector of young men. I knew he was going there. All right, so I mean, you said it. State your you case. Know. State your case. I mean, look, like Don is always around looking for young men, and we know the story. Allegedly, how it goes, how the story goes when you know he met Kenny Omega when he was ten. When, when he met Kenny Omega when he was ten years old, and he was giving him supplements as a teenager. This man was grooming. This man was, was, was strapping his, you know, his fortunes to these young athletes. Okay, I'm glad you. That's how you finish after you said strapping. Okay, I, okay. <laughs> uh, so I was like, where is he going now? This man, where is this he taking man, me? This man is trading on the bodies of young men. This man is 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 just cycling through them. You know, he's got Will now, and he's even going younger with, with, with Takesha and Fletcher. Like, he's always keeping his eye on the, uh, the younger they get the and the faster he can get them, you know, into the family. You know, he wants to make sure they're real close. Um, this man, So basically what I'm saying is this evil man must be stopped, you know. I definitely agree on that end. Yes, he, he must be he must be a toppled like a dictator, you know. Um, and, and notice the older the men get, the more they become an enemy. Like Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, they eventually, you know, removed themselves from that, you know. But uh, he tells Chris, you know, people uh, remember who wins the war, not the battles, and they're going to win the war. So um, then they replay the, the Adam Cole vignette. Um, then we got. The uh, acclaimed trio's uh, title match against Butcher and the Blade and Kip Sabian. Thought this stunk. I think all these acclaimed matches uh, have stunk lately. Um, And I think the AW trio's championships are in hell. Um, I think the 
continued insistence of Billy Gunn wearing a championship has weakened this act. Uh, I think yeah, it is considerably headed towards being very stale uh, at the moment. And there's no, it doesn't seem like there's any real interest in like booking the trios belts to really mean anything ever since the elite lost them. And yep. it is, they could be used. Like there's lots yeah. of wrestlers everywhere. There's like, lots of faction that, still. Lots of, lots of, you know, and there's just no interest in it. It's just like this side gag to get the acclaim on the show you to, know what's also to funny? do thing and to max a bit of mid verse every week. Right. You know, it's also funny. Like we talk about like the, you know, the elite being the AW world trios champions, like the elite are the ring of honor trios champions currently right now. Correct. You would never fucking know it. They just recently won them. This is something that's been left by the wayside. The trios built, the trios division in AEW and Ring Honor have been left by the wayside. Um, in given all the factions they have, given it like you know people like best friends with um, Chuck and Trent and Orange Cassidy. That's something that should be, be right up their fucking alley right now, this very second. So yeah, um, and they should they should they should get on that. They should definitely get on that. Yep. All these uh, claim matches are exactly the same. Uh, there's no, you know, uniqueness at the, at this point. There's no real Hot threat. tag for Billy Gunn. Then comes the finish from um, Caster, right? Yep. Yep. Um. So we got a video package uh, going over Danielson and Saber. We got another recap of uh, Swerve and Hangman. Then they announced that Swerve. We'll be wrestling Danielson next week or tomorrow night in a number one contenders match for the TNT Championship. James, Gordon Soley, you can wake Gordon Soley up himself and ask him to credibly explain to the audience why this is a number one contender match for the TNT belt instead of the world title, and he could not do it. Agreed. Um, you asked for them Danielson matches. Are we going to get one this week, James? Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Very much so. Um, I guess we got to start like cherishing these Wednesday, like do- these Wednesday Danielson shows instead of having to be like, Oh, he's on Saturday. Like what, what kind of word have you got to hear to be able to tur- turn on, uh, or, or watch that copy of collision you got on your hard drive, James. Cause like I got all them copies of collision. I, I, I ain't been like convinced of what, throw, not one of them on. I've heard great things about this things. Danielson have done on collision. I, I've heard wonders about his, I've heard wonders about his work. I just, I still be like, nah, man, I ain't got it in me to go throw that on. So yeah, man, um, really appreciate him, you know, figuring out his busy schedule as a, as a, as a, as a father, a family man to, to, to bring his ass to uh, to Wednesday to get it done. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm I'm definitely going to enjoy watching some Swerve and Danielson. Definitely. So the winner actually gets Christian on Saturday on Collision. So, <laughs> well, um, I, I guess that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Because Swerve has been on Collision before. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know who's going to win. Uh, I I think Danielson's going to win, but who knows? I mean, you know. Either one. How about this? Whoever wins, you push all the way until they until they win a championship. Whoever wins, it would be nice. It, w- uh, it really would be. It really it really so, would be. 
So, so the only thing I can think of of why this is a TNT one is like they're about to announce the um the full gear tournament soon, and um I think the finals will probably end up being Swerve and Hangman. Okay, um, that would that would be my guess. I I, I don't know anything. I'm just kind of you know looking at it like I'm thinking about how they're gonna do another match with Swerve and Hangman. It's kind of you know. I don't know if definitive would be the right word to use, but it was it was it was clear who won. I think, and um, I could see them run that back as a tournament final, um, and then you know they can. Could I have one wish for this uh, eliminator tournament? What's that, Ray J? Can, can you please, Tony Khan? Can you book? Can you try to act like you're trying to book the best tournament possible? once this year please like can we have something that resembles the new japan cup please like can we can we not have like three people in the bracket where it's like why the fuck are they in this tournament that's basically designed to get one person across a sorry bracket while they put some decent matchups on the other side and then it's all about the final like no no, i want a whole fucking tournament tournament. yeah I, i want if you're gonna do eight people in it, I want both sides fucking hitting like mm-hmm. to the end. People fucking going at it. Like I want great matches in this thing. I mean, that would be nice. It would be it, nice. It, it would be nice on our pro wrestling uh, programs to have like our best wrestlers wrestling for tournaments to like have a chance to win titles. Yes, I, I, agree. I would love it. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah. Then Bullet Club Gold and MJF have this segment, and MJF. Bring your ass to the stage, my boy. It is time for self-reflection. It is time for self-evaluation. It is time to wonder how much longer this motherfucker is going to have the championship. He got thoroughly outclassed by not only Jay White, but the Gun Brothers, James. <laughs> it was the Gun Brothers when they were out here with the wooden deliveries. If like they were, they rehearsed their lines. In this the man is really trying to get Tofu over as a nickname, yeah. begging the crowd to cheer his 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 catchphrases, yeah. like and all this stuff. And I'm like, what has happened to this guy? Is this a loss of confidence? Like what what is what has happened? Like have the monsters taken this man's powers? He's like in his, he's in his laziness bag. This is like. Like, like Jay White has eviscerated him in this whole thing, and which is and saying Jay, something because Jay White ain't exactly like doing anything impressive. This ain't exactly like Eddie Kingston level stuff. Correct. Like, what does it say about the state of the championship when I am begging Jay White of all people to save it? This is who we are now. Yeah, man. Um, I'm I look uh talentless paint he tries to get chanted, James. Tofu. Yeah, tofu's awful. It's awful. Um try tofu first time in Japan. Not good, not a fan. Um anyway. Yeah. Um You know, set up full the, gear. The, I'm interested to see the match, trying to because it seems like we finally have an opponent that like he'll actually try to do something with and have a real competitive, really good match with. So that's cool. My one concern is that is Jay White in its 
um, MJF, so therefore, like, this match is going 45 minutes, and I, I don't want that at all. Like, this match should go 28 minutes at tops, but whatever. Um, I think this is, like, I think MJF has gotten, as you mentioned, incredibly lazy. His title reign has been, like, going on for almost a year now. No one's even talking about it, and it's like, why are we not looking at him more for, like, the business of this company for the temperature of this company for like the crazy part is he's still there. Like this whole thing with him and Cole is still the top thing in the company. It is. We just, we just don't, we're just not fans of it. Right. Um, so that's why it's like really inter- interesting to think about. It's like, he's a champion. He's doing something where that like has, that has nothing to do with the championship. So like, why don't we move it off of him right now? He can do what he's doing already. Except like lowering the card and like, we could, you know, have Danielson, Swerve, Page, Omega, Jericho, Takeshita, Osprey, you know, doing something with that belt. Um, it's a weird thing right now. It's like he's doing, he's side questing, like he's definitely side questing why he's a champion right now. Like the whole ROH tag team title thing, like he, it's a side quest, but he's a champion right now at the same time. Um, so frustrating. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's advertised the most. Like he's get, he's he gets all of his uh, quarter hours in, in the premium spots. Yep. Um. So like all that stuff helps, you know. But yep. like all that shit is down. Like still, like you know, they're 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 having to lie up to 11k uh, at Arthur Ashe Stadium and, and do tons of buy one get one freeze. Like the the live attendance is falling in the gutter, uh, and it's just like. Like I don't want to hear about Adam Copeland being the being the problem right now. Like when he's uh, got here, the fuck? right, right when when he shows up for a match, but like, oh, you know, ever since Adam Copeland was advertised, I'm like, what about the motherfucker that's had the belt for 11 months? He yep. was advertised, wasn't he? Yep, yep. And you know, started with Rain of Terror, Terror doing everything to do not have matches. Nice having matches and just putting in effort to maybe like not even have these matches. So yeah, um, it is like. Uh, in the words of that soccer fan, the ball-headed guy, y'all know what I'm about to say. It's time to go. It is time to go. I'm done. And, and that's another part that's weird about it is like normally around this time in an AEW t- uh, world title reign, we have somebody that's just screaming to you, screaming to the to the screen, screaming to the fans, screaming to the world. Like, like that's, the per- that's the heir apparent. I don't see an heir apparent on hand. Like the only person that makes any sense right now would be, would be Adam Cole. It's like after he's one, he's hurt. And two, like after that match, he had at Wembley. Like, I don't want to see them have another match. Not unless they're going to give me the first match. Not that and keep this, that second one the fuck away. Um, so, so yeah. And it's like, you know, Adam Cole's AEW world champion. What did he do to do it? Oh, he was put into a program and got over after he was already, you know, in the program and put into the main event title scene. Was he hot before then? No, he just showed back the fuck up. That it's really like weird a, with him. It's really it sounds weird. Like, like a recipe of like you know, being like three months into your title reign and people looking around like, "Hey, we got to get this shit off him." Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. Like they got to figure it out. They got to figure out. Like they got to get someone up in the bullpen and get ready because like. Whether it's Darby, or any anybody, like they need to get ready. Like I saw, you know, the MJF thing saying something to uh, Omega about twenty six days. That's before full yeah. year. Um, 
So I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what kind of interaction they're about to have on screen or if MJF is fucking around because all he does is fuck around. But um, yeah, man, like I'm. How about, if, how about Kenny cut that promo you were talking about where he wants to defend his record and challenge him or something his record? before you that? Mean, yeah. Like that twenty six days thing, because that's like when he'll pass uh, Omega's. Uh, how long he had the championship? Oh, that's what that was about. Yes. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's see, that's the problem. Like MJF has had this shit, and we ain't even thinking about it. It's just like, oh, well, it's also it's like has- his title reign is meant to be long, and like is not that. They have great matches in between. Like he literally had a mission. That was his mission statement. His first night with the with the belt after he won it, right? So it's like I'm not looking for like him to actually care. Oh, well, I imagine him as a heel wanting to care about that, but he's a babyface. That's so why he even give a shit. Like ah, I surpassed you. You took every fucking shortcut in the book. You still have all these matches where like nobody actually ever wins or loses except for the the one match he had at Wembley where like he won. Like I, I'm I'm just kind of you know. Whatever, I'm, like they'll figure I'm it MJF out. Man, I'm, I'm MJF. Yeah, that's the part. Like he he needs to take a week off. He's on he's on the show every single week, doing a promo every single week. When no one even no one even does a promo every other week. Yeah, he's just he's just take that shit up to I nine five, man. <laughs> he might need he might just need to change the scenery. Like you know the you know the whole thing about the the uh, what's it the uh, the what's this gimmick it's about twenty twenty four. Yeah, the war twenty twenty four. Hey man, best luck to you in New York. <laughs> He'll do much better there than he's doing right now here. As we said, same thing about Cody, and look, and it worked out great for him. <coughs> you too, you too could uh could be balling at at, at at the place you always wanted to be. You too could do that. Yes. Oh man. Um. So we got up next. We got Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega against Kanosuke Takeshi and Kyle Fletcher. Solid match right here. Yeah. Um, th- this is like a Kyle Fletcher showcase. He was getting extended time with both Jericho and Omega. Um, looks like Jericho and Takeshi were again practicing for their match in DDT. Uh, getting familiar. Uh, this was like, like sometimes you don't see uh, like Kenny Omega in these kind of matches. I think where it's just like, yeah, it's just a match. It's not like depending on to be kind of like this epic match or whatever and mm-hmm. you know they it was almost like they kind of got to let their hair, hair down a little bit um he went crazy with the dragons uh dragon suplexes of course uh fletcher and jericho did a, you know a lot of nice chopping uh to each other and um this ended up with uh you know the cold breaker from jericho uh electric chair uh into the one wing angel um and then you know, this is a pretty good match, but after the match, kind of like is the whole thing. All of a sudden, Will Hobbs, wearing all the grease, uh, comes in and attacks Jericho and Kenny Omega, uh, and Don Callis emerges, and it's like Don Callis has co- collected another man, um, and he extendedly uh, whoops Kenny Omega's ass, like all around the barricade and the crowd and everything like that. I uh, had the gloves on, so it looks like it's like he's maybe like this contract killer. I don't, I don't know what the whole thing is. Uh, when he fucks up Jericho too, uh, they get in the ring. They, they try to tie Kenny's uh, arms up in the ropes yep. and everything gets fucked up. Yep. Then they put it, put it back up there and hold it a little bit, but it gets fucked up again. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> Callus then hits Kenny Omega in the head with a chair um, for the boys. And... <laughs> <laughs> taking the chair back. Uh, Will Osprey, a lot of offense to the body. Or excuse me, uh, Will Hobbs, uh, a lot of offense to the body. So they're going to have Team Will and Will uh, apparently here. Uh, so they fucked them up, and then they announced uh, Jericho and Hobbs for next week. Yeah, um, good beatdown. Um, interesting that <laughs> interesting to see like Wordle shows up on back on Dynamite for time forever, and all of a sudden Hobbs is like, "Oh no, nah, we're we're get, we we've escaped the, the jail cell of Saturday." Um, yeah, <laughs> so they're back here. <laughs> they're back here. Um, who knows for how long or whatever else, but uh, yeah, um, Hobbs and and Omega is never a match I ever thought about, honestly. Not not once. Yeah. I, I've never thought about that one. Could be fun. We'll um, see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Because um, that's that'll that'll answer all the questions. <laughs> that'll answer a Matt. lot of questions. It will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, MJF is in trend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, look, there's a lot of great workers around this feud. Um, yeah. Like all all Sammy Osprey uh, Takesha. Like yep. you know. If it ain't, if it don't go, it's gonna be on you. So, yeah, yeah, prepare, prepare. Okay, now the next thing: MJF is sitting in the trainer's room, and my God, if what's about to happen, oh I think is gonna happen. This could get like, what do you think is gonna happen, Rich? Well, actually, let's describe what happened on screen. Okay, so. MJF is gonna rub down, kind of like a like a massage or whatever. But like, because he has a bad neck, he's had a bad neck ever since the Samojo feud. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Max Caster appears behind him and starts giving him the back rub. Those of us that follow on Twitter see all the time Max Caster basically, you know, he he's always tweeting ludicrous things about MJF and things he would like to do to him. Online, he is sexually harassing MJF. There's no other way to put. There's no other way around it. That's exactly what he's doing. Yes. And then, you know, Max realizes him and fucking snaps. And then he's like, hey, man, why are you being a weird stalker? Like, what? what is this? And then, you know, basically cusses him out. And then he's like, get the fuck out of here. And Caster bounces. Like, are they about to do Max versus the acclaimed for the always belts? Or, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, man. Like, or, there, or is it going to be um, the acclaimed coming to Max's uh, aid and you know against the Bullet Club Gold people like either one of these like I'm like I don't want any part of this mass caster and MJF shit like it, it just like it gives you, it gives you all the like gold dust ninety stuff yeah yeah it's gonna be MJF and the claimer against Bullet Club Gold like you know something like that like I guess. And you know they probably want to work with each other. They're they're from the same wrestling school and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, yeah. cool, sure. Uh, However, I'm, I don't like the idea that one baby face is sexually harassing the other baby face online, and then like they become, and then like the one that gets sexually harassed doesn't like these event these like advances has like begrudgingly begin liking the guy. Like that's that's weird. Like that, we will not, we will never let that fly. Uh, if we change up some of these the genders of some of these wrestlers. And it's like the same say, exact man. situation was happening. We would not be doing that. It's asking a lot of us, I think. Like, 
And then, and then it throws off the part where it's like, how does MJF strike the line of saying, hey, bro, no thank you, without also coming off as a bad guy? Because... <laughs> <laughs> he has to then rap James he has to rap we're gonna get MJF rapping by the end of this have you thought about this no I have not thought about this Do, does does Anthony Bones like when Anthony Bones walks him in there and tells him to knock that shit off like are you gonna be prepared for having the gay man be the straight man Are are you going to be prepared for this can we move on? It's, it's all Look, there. Man, that was a great line. I'm not. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to kill. I'm not going to kill your thunder. I, I, that, that was a great line. Are you prepared for the game? Look, I thought. Look, look, I thought. Fantastic. I thought. Look, I thought I walked the line properly. Cut, I didn't say hey, anything hey, to get canceled. Hey, hey, Caster, can you cut the shit? You knock it off. Yeah. Like we're here. We're here doing serious graphs now. 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 Now, scissor me, daddy ass. Anyway, yeah, man. Um. <laughs> Yes, it, it, yes. It, there's a lot of ways this could be funny. There's also a lot of ways where it can go bad. I don't think they will land on any step on on any of those landmines. I'm just like, like a lot of MJF stuff right now is like just at face value. How does any of this stuff work or make sense or why does the crowd like just take to it as opposed to just like being captivated by his charisma? Because like MJF has done absolutely nothing to redeem himself. Like he's an absolute asshole who is friends with another person that last time we saw him before he got injured with a neck injury was an asshole. So the only reason why we're, we feel upset about him or we're happy for him to be back is because like, we thought his career was over. But it's like, all right, port that into real sports. People get people that are assholes all the time get injured. Like when like when Aaron Rodgers, if he makes it back to the football field after tearing his Achilles this year, are people going to feel good for him? No. no. Like, we're going to hope he goes down again. So, 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 when it's, so when it's a fake television show, I'm supposed to now be like, oh yeah, it's cool. Because like, this guy that like literally said that like he shoved the motherfucker uh that was giving him a blowjob in his seat to take the rap for for uh for a car accident. Like, I'm sorry, like I I just I'm just over this whole thing with Cole and Adam uh it's like Cole and MJF and like their baby faces, even though they done jack they done fuck all that should be likable other than they like each other. When it's like these two assholes like each other. Sounds like a hill faction to me. Yeah. Um, like, how is that any different when, like, you know, MJ was hanging out with Sean Spears? Yeah. Um. So, with the acclaim now, if they're involved in this thing, I feel like those, those like, do those trios belts have to, like, make their way to, like, juice and the guns? Like, how do they do this? They got to rope Billy Gunn into this, too. Like, it just seems like a lot. While MJF has the world title, okay. While he has the fucking ROH tag team titles, like they're all fucking mixed up in this thing. Okay. While Jay White is running around with the fucking world title as a stolen belt angle, yeah. what the fuck? Okay, it, okay, okay, okay. Let's back up. You amidst all the stuff that sounds like a problem, you gave me one thing that just actually made me like happy, like the idea of seeing Billy Gunn in the ring with Juice Robinson and Billy Gunn. You know, Mr. Suck It guy is doing all that stuff. And he has to be in a ring with a dude that looks like a goddamn cartoon character. They, they could they could do some fun with that. But whatever, we'll see. But uh yeah. Um yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of they're doing so much with in relying so heavily on MJF right now. Um 
that it feels like a lot of the other people are that are you know the usuals are doing less. And I kind of wish at this point right now they I feel like they spread the MGF too thin right now, and they kind of need to go back to the basics with him right now. But who knows? Because you know, like the Adam Cole's health thing is making maybe making them drag their feet. Mm. Spinning their circles, if you will. Like, because that's kind of what's happening on, you know, WWE with, uh, like, no Roman with them. So, like, they have to keep pretending to turn on each other and doing a, just an elaborate mind fuck until Roman comes back and they can actually do what, do what they need to do for storyline and get to the pay-per-view. Um, we then got a vignette from Samoa Joe. Said he was satisfied, but he needs to regain the hunger as a champion. And he's coming for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Said Max earned his respect, and when he's hungry, he always eats. Samoa Joe looks fresh off of a uh, uh, Sopranos uh, outtake. I got during I this got little thing. Have you ever? Do you know who the Kingpin is? No. The Kingpin is a Spider-Man and Daredevil villain. He's basically a mob boss. That's exactly what I was thinking of right there. Uh, well, he's not a mob boss. He's not like uh, he's not you know mobbed up, but like he's basically like. Organized crime, he's the head of it. He's a kingpin of organized crime, that's his nickname. Um, and, like, it gave off a lot of kingpin vibes. Um, like, I, yeah, yeah, that's all I want to say. I don't, I don't need to go any further. Sky Blue versus Tony Storm. Um, so, people have noticed this online, and then, you know, last week also... Julia has missed these people, uh, meaning Sky Blue and and Willow Nightingale. I tell you right now, if you turn Willow Nightingale heel to be in a group with Julia Hart on some shit like that, I think that was that is just one of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard of. Um, She's the best baby face to have. It's not a champion right now, like. Wow. That that shows up to, that shows up on TV like every at least once every three weeks, you know. Riho is you know, that would be like this is this is, this would be tragic. Um, and uh, you know, she's fighting timeless Tony Storm. Jesus, um, this whole thing with her, just I don't even know what to say. Um, okay, so. I think a lot of the things of why the MJF stuff for a lot of people isn't working, especially me and you, is the part where like it's at the top of the card. It is uh, the it's the top title thing. It's in the way of a lot of stuff. This, however, is not. This is low stake stuff. And for me, like Tony Storm digging into this character, going more and more crazy and wacky, and like quite frankly, like honestly funny in a way that like isn't lazy and like the MJF stuff has been. Um, I actually had I actually enjoy this stuff. Like the idea, you know, even going to the collision where she has to script stuff for for Kier Hogan. Like I I find it funny. Like I feel feel like she actually has a character that people are connecting with. Um, now that she's not the champion, I just wonder. Um, I wonder why the fuck they put the belt on Soraya. Be- beyond the part where it's the obvious, where it's like, why would we ever do this? Is like. If you knew what you knew now, you would have went back with Tony Storm. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's but 
uh, go ahead, continue with with uh, with your your uh, thing about Sky Blue and Tony Storm. Sky Blue and Tony Storm. I remember nothing about this match. Um, I remember one thing in particular. Was this the one where she, like, uh, she basically like closed up the commercial? Like, basically, is like well, two things. Like, yes, yes, yes. She lays her out and says, "We'll we'll, we'll be right back out there." A very important message from our sponsors. Yes. Yeah, and then she's like, "It's titty slapping time" or some shit like so that. I right? Three things. So I, so I remember three things. <laughs> <laughs> see, you turn. See, you turn on this now. You live, going over the shit. She's talking about like this shit. Always kind of funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Like, <sighs> there's also the part where uh, we have some. Uh, what do you call it? How do you say this? Um. We have some heathens online that will note some of these matchups between Tony Storm versus uh, other women. Um, you know, Tony Storm in her own division. Uh, well, depends on champion. Depends on who's um. Anyway, so they put Tony Storm and. Uh, and Sky Blue and Ring together again. They just like their third match this year. And um, the Heathens ate it up. You know, people from some of those, you know, accounts that you don't follow. And, um, yeah, man, like, I never really paid attention before, but I, I'm looking at it, it's like, yeah, man, so, like, the way people talk about Sky Blue, and we talk about before, is like, y'all only like her because she's young or whatever else. Y'all are weird. And, um, yeah, man, like, a, a, a Chrysler 300 looks like a Bentley until a Bentley pulls up. And um, I'll leave it at that. Because <laughs> that Bentley pulled up and that Bentley looked like a whole Bentley the whole goddamn time. Meanwhile, this Chrysler 300 is like her struggling. But um, yeah, man. Um, Tony Storm gets the win. And then she has a match with Kira Hogan on, on Collision. And it's just like, that's another, that's another, that's another one of those matchups. And it's like, I think we might be on to something very similar to how you say, hey, man, it's like, is Athena's gimmick, she just got her, just beating a white woman, is like, hey, man, is Tony Storm, is she, is, is she like, you know, is she, is she, is this, is this her side quest right now? Is like, Tony Storm got ass, she out here and the rest of the other woman in the AEW and Ring of Honor with ass, like, is that what's going on right now? Is that <laughs> You're killing them? Start or something? Didn't you have a, a, a phrase for that? I don't remember what the phrase was. You have to... Tony Storm, the assassin. Oh what yes, the assassin. That's right. Correct. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The assassin. I thought you were talking about like the the other part where I was talking about Tony Storm and Scott Blue. I was like, is in the ring easily outclassed, and then uh, most other things easily outassed. <laughs> we gotta go. We can move on. We're done. You know, you know, I know. I really don't talk like this. But we can move on. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I I think I'm gonna try not to be so bothered about the timeless Tony Storm thing. It's just like I just see the influence growing, and like I just there's gonna be ten motherfuckers with gimmicks like this eventually, like running around. It's just gonna be like I've had enough. Like, <laughs> um, Shivani's in the ring introduces Adam Copeland. Comes out, does his entrance. 
And Adam Copeland switches up the game like some ludicrous shit. He says Tony Schiavone was the soundtrack to his childhood. Yeah, it's a pretty big, big deal to share a cameras. ring with him. He loves him. Told David to hit the bricks. I fucking hit the howled. bricks. I howled. I'm like, but he was WCW. I know he was in WWF for a year, but forget that. Forget that. Now, that's the thing, though. Like. This, the narrative about Edge is that he was a WWF fan because he you could see him in that one picture of him at WrestleMania 6. Yeah. They did not talk about the part where, like, he was a wrestling fan, so he's watching all the shit. It was always just from the WWE spread because he always worked in WWE. So he never had, he never, there was no reason for him to talk unless it was like, I don't think they ever brought Edge on the best of, you know, the, the Rise and Fall WCW DVD to talk about, like, you know, seeing Sting. But, it makes all the sense in the world because, like, I was like that when I was his age, or not, or I was older than me, but like, I was like that too. Like, I watched both. Yeah. So, yeah. If I was working at WWE my whole entire life, I would have been talking about, you know, Brett and Sean or whatever else, but I'd be like, look, man, I'm talking about Ray Mysterio if you want to. Oh, you don't want yeah. to? All right. I got time whenever I go back, when I go to Turner. Oh, uh, he said he came out here to talk to all of us, and he wants to rewind back to 2011, where he was told he could never do this again. But here we are in 2023. He's standing in the AEW ring. The few reasons he came here, he's gonna sing the, save the biggest for last. He doesn't know about us, but he said he's pretty sure the AEW World Championship would look good around his waist. The crowd um, popped, and I was mortified. I was like, "No, bro, we cannot. No." Yeah, we, nah. We, nah. Like this is. I'm sorry, Kurt Franklin, but it's not time to go back. Like you, you see that video. Have you seen that video where he talked about his his daughter and uh, like she named her daughter Levi, and he's like, you know, we moved too. You know, we we moved too fast. He's like, I, if it was me, the baby would have been named. And, uh, uh, what was it? Name would have been named. Uh, you know, Diane. You know, Phyllis. Yeah, yeah. You know, Johnny May. <laughs> I was like, nah, bro, we're not going back to these country-ass names. No, we're not doing that. So, anyway, like, that's how to move the game forward. Look, no Adam, no Edge, no Copeland, you know. And he starts throwing out names. Adam Copeland versus John Moxley. Yay. Adam Copeland versus Kenny Omega. Yay. Versus Miro. Yay. Versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yay. To a lesser extent. Versus Jay White. Versus Juice Robinson, and you know these are all reasons he came to be here, and he wants to challenge himself. Thirty-one years into his career, I said he said it before. Um, this will be the last time he says it. Main reason he came to AEW is because he sat down with his family, his daughters Lyric and Ruby. He asked them what they should do. Said should he retire? Lyric's nine years old and much smarter than he you know has it all figured out. Said he should go and have fun with Uncle Jay. Speaking of Uncle Jay, or as we call him, Christian Cage, he wants to call him down to the ring to tell him the real reason why he's here. Hey, wait a minute. This is hilarious. Hey, this wait is a hilarious. minute. Christian music hits. Yeah. Uh, gets in the ring, circles Copeland before he turns and faces him. And then Adam Copeland just lays it all out, out on the line while this man looks at him. Uh, Adam says it was in this industry that they realized they'd be best friends for life. He's sure Cage wondering why he attacked um, Wayne, Nick Wayne, and Luchasaurus is because he sees him out here with his face all pursed up, and you know he still loves him. Uh, he saw you know Cage stand over Sting, 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 a guy whose poster you know we took to the barber, so he cut his hair the same way. 
uh, Christian was was staying, and he was Lex Luger. Ironically, before um, he said that, I was thinking in my head, I was like, "Bro, this is like Lex Luger is staying." Like, like I literally like their characters or whatever. But he's like, you know, uh, basically, he's like, you know, here is Christian standing over a man who's made people feel for four decades. His wife's grandparents couldn't speak English, but they love Sting. I'm like, yo. Christian and Sting been having smoke since TNA, man. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> said he couldn't stand there and watch Sting. Uh, Case uh, hit Sting with a concerto, uh, but he also did it because he knows Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne are gonna drop him like a bad habit the second they suck all the information from his brain. Uh, kind of like a callback to what happened to him in Judgment Day. Uh, he's got too much of an ego to see it, but it's gonna happen. So furthermore, he's here because it's time for the first time since 2011, the first time in over 20 years for them to team together again, to face a team like FTR, like the Young Bucks, to show an entire generation of fans why they are inarguably one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Cap. Crowd was um, into it. Crowd was so, into it. Crowd was super into it. Now, can I get to, before we get to, I, I didn't mean the dismount of this that was at all time hilarious, but. Like the part that I thought was also funny. Then this man come out here and then ask us if we want to see matches versus like you know, Hangman and and Omega and all that kind of stuff. And he and then it also said he wanted the the AEW World Belt. But now all of a sudden he said the real thing is it's time for us to be a tag team together. Which one is it? Is it black? Is it is it black girls lost or shorty owe you for ice? It can't be both. I mean, look at MJF. Rich is in the same fucking promo. Fuck. <laughs> it was a great promo. I'm just pointing out of like, hey man, you you doing a lot of like of of, of zigging and zagging. You doing a know. whole lot of you doing a whole lot Bobbing of two different weaving. things at the same time, my brother. So go ahead, Rich. He says so. He's out here asking Christian to end their careers together uh, as a team and show them what they can do. Uh, Christian looks around. He's all conflicted and. Uh, he, you know, the crowd chants one more time. He he grabs the mic and, you know, he gives it to Copeland before they hug. They're standing in the hug position. No, Copeland Christian. gives it to Edge. Or Copeland gives it to okay. Christian. Yeah. Copeland gives it to Christian. Christian has the mic. They hug. And, they, and the camera zooms in on Edge's face of happiness and contentment that his friend has actually agreed as as giving the hug and this embrace after so long in a different company and then James can I do it as you want to do it which one the, the zoom go ahead zoom go fuck yourself bro, <laughs> bro I fucking died it's the second it's at least the second funniest thing I've heard this week bro the part where they zoot, they, the camera shot catches Edge hugging that man. And all of a sudden, you see the go fuck yourself. And then you see the, the, the smile just leave his face like, fuck. And then, he, and then Edge, and then Christian just walks out. I, oh, my yes. God. It was great camera work. Big booze. Hella uh, booze. Christian's all time, man. Christian, this look, was great. Christian, this was the meme. This ever, was the meme. Yes. Ever since Christian started basically becoming MJF, MJF stopped being MJF, Christian's been like one of the best characters in pro wrestling in the last like six, seven, eight months. He's been phenomenal. Oh my god. Uh so good. He's so fucking good. And like 
you know. This was a great uh, segment. This was a yes, great segment. This was a great segment. segment. One for one for Cope here. Yeah. And I heard they did some good at, on Collision on Saturday uh, to close the show. So, um, you know, you said before he goes, quick reminder what we're, you know, what we're going to be against next Tuesday. Luke Soros and Nick Wayne run out. And then, um, you know, basically like, yeah, you know, it's on. But yeah, that's uh, your dynamite review. Uh, like I said, I did watch Collision. I watched some, uh, pretty much most of it. Uh, Danielson and Flesher was really good. I would recommend that. You guys check that out. Um, that um, I think there was a Lucha Libre match. Uh, it was like Meta League. Wasn't Commander on the show wrestling somebody that wasn't a Lucha Met- Libre? Commander wrestling Eddie Lucha Kingston. Libre, a Lucha Libre, My God. Yeah. Just yeah. Like motherfucking Jim Ross. Yeah, he fought Eddie Kingston. Um, but yeah, um, besides that, I don't really have too much more. Who did uh, um, Roosh's brother, Slow Mo? Gravity was in that tag match. Okay, was, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, um, I guess I, we should probably talk about Kyrie. I mean, we talked about her last time, kind of leaving. Um, yeah. She had her last stardom match. Yeah, um, I, I do. I could do a non-review review as well. Uh, this pay per view was very fun. Um, the main event, I think people, I think some people will think it was great. I think some people also will not be into it. Also, there's the concerns on on Tam after her knee. Um, she may or may not have blown out her knee. I don't know. It looked bad. Uh, like I, I, I yelped when uh, on the finish. Um, but like she went to roll out and walk out and all that kind of stuff. And like, it looked like she, she had like her knees fucked up, but we'll see. We'll find out in the next couple of days. Um, so, uh, Tam retains, um, I guess you call this match success. I thought that like the match didn't hit a certain level until they started doing high spots. Um, the white belt or the white belt match was the semi, was the third from the top, but the semi event was the Kyrie, um, trios match it was Kyrie and Mayu and Nanai versus uh Hazuki Kaguma and Ida fun match um a lot of interactions between um mostly Kyrie and um Kaguma went down to the finish stretch I thought it had a great finish um but it was more it, it definitely gave more of a uh semi main event or main event of a road to show house uh, vibe with a clearer stretch down at the end than the actual like some main event of pay-per-view but it was still very good nonetheless um the white belt match Marai and Momo another killer white belt defense from Marai these people that still are on the right fence like you can get tired of catching them L's I'm telling you um so also you had a uh second match on the card you had a Grand Prix reunion match or Grand Prix rematch. It was a uh, Ano versus Azumi. Um, this is basically a high speed match. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, UFW match. Uh, Shuri versus Mina. This match is fun. This match is very fun. Um, tells a great story, and like it made both people like you. Are, you go into the match, you already know the result, but like it makes you appreciate. You know what Mina's going for. Um, and like for me, you know, ever since, or for about a year now, or ever since last year's Grand Prix, she's kind of stepped up into like the 2019 Tam role of just like, 
I I'm this person that like I can win. I, I can beat anybody. I can lose anybody. I'm going to eat some losses. My wins are going to feel like monumental things. that could finally be the thing that reason I get to get to a certain point. Um, I am so much better than like people ever thought I was going to be. Uh, so like she's, she's killing. Um, and let's see what else is on the card. Uh, opening match was the, uh, high speed match between, uh, May Sierra and Sakishima. Finally, like the belt has been saved out of the goofy comedy nonsense of, of, uh, Sakishima is onto a real fucking high speed wrestler. So I'm really happy for, uh, for May Sierra and, um, you know, Fingers crossed that she, you know, gets to wrestle some of the previous high-speed champions that are still in the division and, you know, not really doing, um, you know, things that are, like, need all their attention and focus right now this very second. Uh, but, yeah, this is in a better place right now. But, uh, yeah, like, um, this show was good. Uh, wasn't great. Good. Um, the, the best match was white belt match. Uh, but, like, you know, final four matches, final three matches all delivered in the way you expect them to. But, yeah, uh, so... Um, back to Kyrie. Um, Kyrie had her send off match and, um, a lot of people are doing like, uh, synopsis of her run and, um, it's been mostly negative for a person. Yeah. Like if you throw it in the cage match, you're like, yeah, uh, uh, but you know, um, I think a lot of people were expecting more than they were, than, uh, than they were ever going to get and expectations, you know, play a big role on this kind of stuff. Um, but do you think she had her eye on going back to WWE the whole time? I don't think so. I think Just she had an eye on wanting to be a part timer. And in this day and age, with how many wrestlers there are in stardom, and the number keeps expanding, it becomes a problem. And I yeah. think that's the main thing. Like when it was only you know twenty five ish wrestlers. Okay, now there's like 32 plus or people on retainer for stuff like New Blood, uh, you know, the start or the um, <coughs> sorry, people like Nanai, people like um, you. I think then people start having you know people like uh, um, Ano. I think people start having questions like, is this necessary? Is this necessary? Is she just ultimate luxury and is luxury at the expense of like? She's gonna. She's not doing jobs for people, um, and it's like, for me, you know, you're a pro wrestler, you're a WWE wrestler. You come into places, you're going to be able to not do jobs unless you want to specifically go do jobs. And it's pro wrestling. Why the fuck you want to do jobs? Um, so and it mostly came down to the Booker to give back to the business. Yeah, yeah. How is Christian giving back to the business right now? He's one of the best things in AEW right now. He don't do jobs. That casket match, that casket match, what happened? Big job. They put they put Swerve in the fucking thing to get they get put in that coffin. Oh, you meant the you meant the actual one with the Jungle Boy? Okay, yeah. yeah. I meant like the uh, the one the one most recently before he won the TNT title. Gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, like that's how that works, right? Um, but yeah, like she wasn't around enough to actually really you know have long feuds with people and a lot of things that were a lot of people that I was most interested in. Right, like it was, you know, basically one on one. Like she had a match, one match with Utami, one match with Kyrie, one match with Tam, one match with Mayu. Um, no match with Shuri. Um, got a trios match with Julia, where, where Julia's uh, team were one. Julia beat the shit out of Kyrie, and then Julia's team won. Um, so yeah, like 
I heard like box office. It wasn't anything really like in 2023, like her name value. Well, yeah. Stuff is kind of in the mud. Which makes sense because the company is so much more popular than it was when she left in 2017. She's coming back. She's a whole new set of fans that don't know who she is. Mm -hmm. So she had to get over all over again. And she more or less did that. Um, did she get over to her like, oh yeah, put the belt on her or put the red or white belt on her and let her run through people like a hot knife through butter? No. But it was never going to be that because she's not doing road twos. She's she's not even doing every pay-per-view. There's two every pay-per-view every two fucking weeks. She she I think she may have done like fifteen matches. Something like that. So yeah. Um over a span of a year, over a span of almost time. two years, something like that. Maybe maybe she's done she's wrestled maybe like once every about a once a month for stardom. Or whatever else, like yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I just feel like you know how how tenable really. Like, I, feel like I don't think this is a major loss. I I feel like people should be disappointed for like, look, if there was opportunity to do more with her, to have her have you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, establish roots with the actual like people in the on the roster. They're there every day or whatever else. Really do it. Yeah, I just don't think that was ever a realistic op- opportunities so maybe that's why my expectations are different but i see other people are like yeah whatever she's just a, another you know person they called in to hire a gun it's like yeah that's kind of true like she was like fourth from the top third from the top on like a lot of these like shows so it was like i think she was kind of un- unnecessarily like there at a certain point yeah um i don't think it's like some huge loss or anything like you know we talked about it two months ago and i'm just like all right you know, I, I think it's just people, you know, just kind of seeing her come in and they wanted to have her help legitimize the people they watch now. Mm-hmm. And they don't feel like they got that from her. So it's almost just like, a, you know, oh, well, fuck you type thing. Yeah, um, I, 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 I that's definitely where it's coming from. I just from my perspective, it's just like that was never going to be a thing because she wasn't doing row twos. She was my pay per view. So, what what were you going to have? What was she going to do? Like, would you have ladder? Would like to have lost three more times? Would that make you feel better? I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess. Why not? But X WWE, they don't do jobs. This is the business that you're in. Yeah. And the one job she was going to do ended up going to a WWE wrestler because of the whole contract thing with well, Mayu. She was going to job to her at a uh, what do you call it? A historic crossover. They got out. They got outsourced to Mercedes, and Mercedes job to Mayu. Like, so it's like even if even if she was going to do the one job anyway, you'd be like, oh, she jobbed to Mayu, the the fucking icon. Like you wouldn't have cared anyway. You'd be like, oh, she 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 jobbed to her fucking friend. It's okay. Sayakamatana will get hers one day. Or Julia. One day. Yeah. Those would be the two. Like, if I was, you know, people talk about, you know, all the wrestlers starting, like, those are the two I go after. Sai Kamatani, Julia, if I was WWE or AEW. Those would be the two. I mean, it, it, obviously, if I was AEW and I was more into it, I'd be like, yeah, Azumi, duh. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Like, for what WWE wants, like, the height, the look, the gear, whatever else, those would be the two. I think Kamatani would be my number one pick because, like, Julia cannot do none of the shit she does in her matches, her top matches in WWE. 
Those women would not allow that shit. No, you're not. No, you're not shoot punching me in the neck. No, you're not dropping me uh, on my neck in a, in a uh, North Lights bomb. No, you know, Paul drive me in the chairs. Yeah, yeah. Like they'll do the they, like no like you know. Maybe they'll do the pile driver through the table, but they don't like pile drivers over there still. So yeah, yeah it, it's a lot of stuff. They just be like, absolutely not. She cannot wrestle like y'all, that. y'all like, don't even. It, y'all don't even look like at Sayakamatani. You hear me, Paul Levesque, <laughs> Sean Michael? Y'all don't even look in that direction. God damn it! <laughs> That's fucking. Don't play with me. But um, yeah, we can wrap it up. All right. Uh, that's in the show, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, I don't have the uh the stream up right now, but um, I'm assuming Rich does not have our links to the cash uh, app or the PayPal on there. So I'm going to suggest that if you are listening from uh, or if you're watching from the stream, to go to oh, you have it on there. No, I'm just I'm just pointing for emphasis. Oh, oh okay. Uh, so if you are watching, go to our podcast. We have a link to our red circle. You can donate there. And be sure to listen to the other shows on the network. Besides, how much radio you have. Keep it a strong style and all things elite. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.